boom. What's that noise? It's not um, the famous worldwide hip-hop artist Pitbull starting a fire track. It's somebody that's bumped into the back of me. And guess what? I'm fuming about it. Now, guess what? This was not my fault. I've just been sitting here in my car, on my phone, not paying attention. How can this be my fault? So... I feel for you, mate. I don't know what you're meant to do. There's no option. I don't think I've got any option on this planet apart from to go and kill myself, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I should do? I was going to say you four up G4 claims, mate, and they'll sort everything out for you. What the frick's that? G4 claims are a claims company who go get, go above and beyond. Above and beyond, mate, to get you what you deserve when you've been in a, a harrowing experience such as a oh. car crash. <sighs> They'll go straight to your, straight to their insurance. They'll no effectual, no claims discount. Yeah. They'll get <laughs> see the whiplash though. Mm-hmm. Be in your bank, jig time, bro. Ah, <laughs> ah, you know what? See that you're mentioning that, bro. Aye, I do feel mate, that a bit, aye, man. Aye, aye, aye. The back, innit? Oh, you just a bit, bro. Nothing major. I'll be alright. But, but aye, I better go phone them, mate. Mate, it's for free, you know. No way. It's for free, you know. Shut your dirty mouth, Jamie. Yeah, honestly, they're ph- philanthropists oh. at G4 Claims. G4 are doing it all, baby boy. They are. Um, so if you've been involved in some chaos, some roadside action, <laughs> and not that kind of action, yeah, um, get involved with G4 Claims. Get down to the description. All their stuff's there. Use their services. It's free. Enjoy the podcast. But you know for the most part nothing ain't different Sometimes be stuck in my ways Weekend fucked up in somebody's kitchen Stick in my hand I'm chillin' with the troops And my few cans doing so I walk like Winston Trust me I wake up hanging. You hang that I'm leaving this bed You're kidding I'm sitting on back in the pad Get deep fried and I smoke some packs of the grass Put the feet up, kick back and relaxing your best No I'm sticking on Riley's gal Ah, you had COVID I had COVID Do you twice. get twice or not? It was, right. it was quite brutal the first time But the second time Fucking dodo yeah, Thank fuck all that shit It's near enough Done that man Mate there was a guy in, A guy in my work was off Like last week man. Just like Aye. COVID again But he was in with a, in within about Like I think he got it Early weekend But I've noticed Everybody gets it now Who's been on holiday And comes back And then they end up With that Because so. like He was on holiday Came back then he was off and he, but he, like people are like back within like three days now. Ah. Nah, I don't think it's that serious anymore. Nah, people are. I'm glad the masks are away, man. Bit... See, going in flights and that with the mask. Oh, it's aye, aye. So annoying. It's a bit passy, I think. See if somebody said to do. Oh, I'm half a COVID. I'd be like, what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what? You would need to just in lie. 2022. I know that, that was so 2020. Like saying you've got SARS or something. <clears throat> what I mean? Mate, was that no mad for you during COVID? Like, what the fuck even happened with you during COVID? What? Ah, it was brutal, man. So all my gigs just dried up. Like, and then I had a big tax bill to pay and all right when it happened as well. So I'm still oh. here chasing my tail on that, like two years later. It's annoying. <sighs> but I know I just, just got the, my government grants. Uh, did you? That was just just enough to kind of keep me going. And then I done like wee odd things and all. I was like doing mastering and mixing for people. And I was doing delivery driving for a wee bit and all my oh, water. Yeah, what were you delivering? Just eat? You know the my great uh, Yamas Greek Taverna, just on Bath Street where it meets. Oh, aye. Oh, right, aye. aye. So yeah. I kind of know the girl that owns that or her family aye. owns it. So I had done a few deliveries for oh. there. So let's see that see you're saying the government grants. Was that like how does that work for somebody? It's like a you'd probably count as like a self-employed DJ, no? Aye, aye. So it was um yeah, if you're earning under a certain threshold, then 
it was like a, I can't remember, it was like a percentage of your earnings or whatever. Uh, so I know some people that were just over it and they didn't get in, but I, I was just under it, so it meant I got kind of the, near the maximum amount you could get, which was quite lucky. I just like, because I, I was thinking about that before I came up here, because obviously during COVID, I think, what did I even do? Like, I think I, I, think I, I, think I started doing Just Eat during COVID. Did you? Yeah. So what kind of... A bit of both, yeah, if, I'm, if I'm honest. Yeah, a bit too much of it, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, so I, I, do, I do think we share a bit of a bond over that, mate. Okay. Um, delivering things and what would happen to me though is like sometimes i would be delivering it and that's during covid is like when th- my video started going a, mm-hmm. like quite big in that and then i would be waiting in a mcdonald's up at like ek <laughs> and then there would be like these wee guys that come in here fuck off no way, <laughs> they would always be like there was a group of wee guys that would always eat castle at mcdonald's and they would always be like to me why do you even dare this mate you're famous on tiktok and i'm like that's just i know they're like don't i think like we guys think like if you've got above like 10k followers like you're actual rich right. like you must be rich you know what i mean it's like not like that one that man. Wait for Instagram. See, uh, see when you said that i was just thinking i seen a tweet the other day it was like you get free McDonald's, like a life hack king. It was like free McDonald's if you walk in and just say Uber. They'll just like, there you go. <laughs> just take uh, this key, yeah. Mate, what happened with me was like, you would get like, what I would obviously let like, the man like stereotypical Karen, like fucking, they'd be waiting and they'd be waiting ages. But they think that like, we walk in, as, as, yeah, I'm going to defend us here. They're just eating Uber Uber drivers, mm-hmm. right? We're just doing our job, guys, right? right? We, Are we, you a we... spokesperson for the union? Yeah, actually, um, I'm here. We're all going on strike. You better aye, be on strike. I, you'll be on strike, aye. For those, like, two months that you're <laughs> it, fucking need to stand with the workers and that. Um, like, they would be pure growling at you as if, like... And they'd be like, to husband, fucking 40 minutes I've been in here. He just walked in and got his order right away. And I'm like, I'm delivering it. There's no fun. You know what I mean? It's Mate, like, did you ever have a chip or that? Admit it, mate. Mate, I'll be honest. McDonald's, you have to, man. You need to have one chip, mate. Do you have a nugget? <laughs> one or two. <laughs> um, mate, I'll be honest. What happened to me was, right, what I used to do is, believe it or not, guys, I'm quite an anxious person. Um, <laughs> so sometimes, mate, I would, I've never had a chip at a McDonald's, I'll tell you that never? right now. No, well, like... I've tried one before, but <laughs> just never stole one. Um, but I would go to, like, an address, right, and see if, like, a it was really quite a stressful sort of area for me mm. to try and if I couldn't get parked anywhere near the gaff and all that, I just Dug feel like it. it would depend where it was. I know see if it was like a chip in that, but like get this out my motor. But I remember like there was a time like I had a Starbucks and it sort of fell air a bit and it didn't even leak that much to be honest. <laughs> but it was like a wee and I was like, Can I deliver that man? I just fucking marked it. Drank it, man. Did you mark it as like no? No, you you mark it as delivered, baby. Ah, Sign sealed, delivered, mate. You can't. Eat. The, the, there's no way they never get back to Are you. Are you going to trust them or you? Oh, exactly. Oh, mate. There's no way. Like this is the thing that I realise. What there is on Uber, you can do like my order. Then they turn up. I contact the restaurant. And but what happens is nothing I, happens I, to I, the Uber, driver. But Uber just refunds. Aye, aye. That's like what I'm saying. Like it's no like the driver needs to go back uh-huh. and like. And cause they make that much money, they'll never give a fuck about one. Either just, it, I'll just like refund, fuck it, I'm and shut to, up. I'm going to turn you in, mate. I think I've turned myself in. <laughs> um, but we've got big Miz in the show, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening, trips? No, I have known. We've known each other a good like like. Maybe recently I've we'll been with each other, but like I, I feel like we've had each other on social I think media. I got quite into years. your videos quite early, pre pre COVID after you did. Ah, you were pre COVID. I think the first time we met actually was you were in um, KFC in Four Remember? Corners, and I was like, Evan, pure rat on the windy. Mate, that was a hit. <laughs> that would have been scary, mate. <laughs> no, I was really excited when I was like. Ah! 
because we'd never like met. I'd never like seen seen Big Miz mm. in person, mate. Aye. But I'm a bit preoccupied. I think Aaron wasn't feeling too well. Or oh, something. mate. Oh, that don't remind me of that night, mate. We were in. Sorry, Aaron. Aaron. Oh. Oh, Jamie, do you know what? I would love to hear what you've got to say, but I'm actually experiencing some tropical tones at the moment running through my veins from this beautiful beverage. Fanta lemon ice or something, or Caribbean Crush? Or... Jamie, you plonker! It's beer! <laughs> and it's a tropical paradise. It's it? tropical paradise. I'm getting notes of fucking pineapple and citrus, mate. Mate, beer's just... Beer's meant to be bland and... and and not even adventurous on the pilot. Mate, what year are you stuck in, bro? It's no 2022 anyway. Because let me tell you, Jamie, Beer 52 have solved all the problems regarding beer. So, troops, listen up. The kind, kind folks at Beer 52 are offering the people at Riley's Gaff, the listeners, the gaffinators, they're offering them a free case of eight beers. Eight craft beers from all over the world, right? Your palate is going to go on a journey. Are you going to deny your palate a round-the-world trip? <laughs> what are you? Cruel? Nasty? Despicable? Mean? Disgusting? <laughs> so, troops, all you need to do to claim that free case of eight craft beers is go to www.beer52, and that's the number 52, beer52.com forward slash Riley, R-E-I-L-L-Y. And once you've put that code in, all you need to do is cover the postage costs. Five ninety five. Come on, for eight craft beers from all over the world. They've got beer for everybody. If if dark beers know your thing, they've got light-only cases. They've, they've, they're catering to all troops. In fact... Anybody who gets the case of beer from Beer 52 are going to receive some tasty snacks and they're also going to receive a copy of the award-winning Ferment magazine. Woo. So get with it, troops. And look, the thing is, see if you want to sign up for this and then you're like, oh, I don't want to continue this. You can cancel it any time. So if you're not satisfied, you know, get the free case and then cancel it. But we think you will be. And also, if you want to pause it, you can do that as well. So it's very flexible. What is there really no to sign up for this for? Like, what, what reason would you have that you wouldn't want to sign up and get this for? It's, it's silly. And look, troops, it helps support us as well. So if you want to support us and get free beers... You know where to go. The link's in the description. For audio listeners, it's www.beer52.com forward slash Riley, R-E-I-L-L-Y. We were in St. Luke's, right? And Erin, my girlfriend, God love her. She's got a habit of maybe no realising she's mad with it until she's too far too <laughs> mad with it, right? So she, she'll do this thing with a wee root and she'll be like, I'm going to get a drink. And then she'll have maybe like two vodkas and then she'll go, like she's getting patient go I'm going to get a double and she's like no but I'm going to get two because it'll save me going back up and that so two she, doubles I, two doubles so she's like, and then she'll come back with them and then I remember we left St Luke's I think it was like Mulgrab and Dennis Salter do you remember that it was in St Luke's years ago so then there was like an after party hanging in Subby so you know what the subby bouncers I don't know about recently but you know what they were like aye, aye. they were they just liked turning people away some of them right so I remember we went there and like, I was like, Erin, no, but we, we actually went to, what's the, is it Crystal Palace next to the subway? We were in there and that's mere drinks and I'm, I'm like, what? I'm mere doubles, five doubles. <laughs> um, so I'm like that. I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, 
she's like, I'm not actually mad with it. I don't care what you say, right? And I'm just like, oh, she's so mad with it. And they uh, send her for a KFC. I, mate, so, so we come down, right? He's like, I'll tell her, I'll sort you out. So we like, I'm soaking right in, man. Uh, we came out of there. We came out of St. Luke's, went to the Crystal Palace, came out of there, and I was like, Any you need that fucking sober? I'm sure you need to square yourself more. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> And I literally walked her up to the door, right? Remember that, my people call him the pirate? Aye. 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 The guy with the mad, like, so McTavish? Aye, aye, aye him, aye. mate. So he's, I see him, and I'm like, We are fucked here. So I walk aye, up, no we're right, man. and I didn't even get a word out, and he just done <laughs> not in a million years. That's what he said to me, and I was like, all right, and I was like, I, I used his line now. He would always be like, Go for a coffee, come back, uh, go for yeah, a yeah, yeah. I'd be like, Can we go for a coffee? Yeah, please, go for a coffee. <laughs> please, we'll have a coffee. I'll bring it back. You can watch her drink it. And it was like, Not not a chance, right? I'm like, Fuck. So I was like, I don't know how we end up in KFC. And then I see the man, Big Miz. Uh, mate, see, so talk about that that bouncer at Subway. I remember once I was like, It was like, I used to have a, like a fake ID. Me and my pal McFoy used to go to Subway all the time. <laughs> me and you are definitely getting the jail. <laughs> well, I were like pure wee guys. Like, I think we were like 60 or something with this fake ID that said we were 18 and we used to like Subby was like the only place we could get in for some reason like see like even just normal boozers and that'd be like that's pure f- it said um, European class driving licence instead of just driving <laughs> licence or something it was just it was shite but you could get in at Subby all the time but I remember once but one of the first times I went and I didn't know who was playing all that like, I'd, I'd, I was just a mad wee guy I was like oh, just go and get on it and that and um, I was like walking up to the, the bouncers and it was that guy and there was like two guys in front of us that were like a bit older and they were, I think they were for Edinburgh or something. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, eh, who's playing tonight, guys? And one of them was like, fucking slam, man. <laughs> but, but then well, another guy was like, it's fucking slam, it's slam, we know slam. Not. But then like slam wasn't, the, wasn't on the full night. So it was somebody else that was, I think it was fucking, what'd you call him? Uh, Robert Hood. Robert Hood? Aye. Aye, mm-hmm. aye Robert Hood. And um, my pal like, whispered to me after that, Robert Hood. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, all oh, right, and then we went up and they was just like, I need bored, jump in. But I think it was just because they were like older <clears throat> and we were younger. I mean, I didn't even check our hangies or ask or anything, but I was pure parroting. But I've always <laughs> pure remembered that. Do you know like, how that slam. was always a hang on to Subby? Like, I don't know. Uh, the bouncer was a bit strict, like, for like, Fuck yours, oh, they're they're coming, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's you for the Ubers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Starbucks, man. The Starbucks yeah. boss. Uh, I know one time he like, he wouldn't let people in just with any reason or like. So I, I, he knew who I was. I used to DJ at like the unit. It was like a mad afters in Glasgow. Like when I started going out when I was like 18, 19 and that. And he was like the bouncer in there, so he'd seen me for years. And then we'd done that checkmate party for mm-hmm. a wee while, and he was he worked in there and that. So he'd like he knew I was. Or at least old enough to be going to after, so like 18 at least, or like just about 18. And then uh, I went up one night and just actually the week before that, I was at a party and he'd like passed out and he woke up. I mean, my mate Max helped him like unchain his bike for the lamppost and all that, but I sent him on his way. And then Aye. it was like the next week, man, after checkmate, I went down and he ID'd me. Fucking track, man. Weird, like. Me, I think is he, that a wee power trip? Aye, I've got to say that. He, he seemed like he got a buzz out of being like, aye, did right, come on. Because I remember he used to do that to me. Like, I got him a flashback when you were saying that. He used to be like that to me. What music do you like? <laughs> I was like, this, this <laughs> mate, that's why I'm queuing up, mate. Aye. I want to hear that. But hang on back. version of the Bear Game bouncer. So you guys aye. Aye. Mate, Jink, he was like warming up, like trying to get there. Aye, it's man. like I like the leaks in it. Like, mate, did you ever see that my dad? He's a massage therapist now. Is he? You had a massage after? Mental. You had a massage after? What kind of music do you like? Who's playing? Do you want a wee coffee? But did any of you see the mad video that was like Bear Gain 
like uh, like experience I was trying to get in and it was like a mad interactive thing on the internet no. did you see oh, that and you could like practice I practice what, what they'd ask so, like, so I, I, like so you'd go up and they'd be like you've been drinking the night and you'd be like no and, <laughs> and you'd be select like, no, like an answer and it's like it waits and it counts do you know how like that bander snatch and it's like you mm. click you know what I mean and it's like counting like that it was like that and you'd see the guy kind of sitting looking at you like that and um but like I think the only way to get in was like see it was like counterintuitive. Like, see if they said, like, have you been on it today? You'd be like, aye. Ah, yeah, like, aye. <laughs> <laughs> have you been taking drugs? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, today or that. Yeah, like, I mean, no. <laughs> you're, ki- you're cool, man. <laughs> I like this kid. Have you ever, have you ever been balls. in it? you ever been in it? Uh, no, I'm, never, I'm going to Berlin next week, but I don't think we're even going to try. And no. It's one of the things you just can't be asked waiting outside for three hours. It's such a waste of your time. Definitely if you live there and you're like, well, go down and try. Because, like, I imagine if you go down regularly, they'd be eventually just be like on you go so I, I think so. but like they can tell when you're in holiday because I'm going for my, my bird's brother's birthday as well as like 10 years like 10 guys so <laughs> no chance no chance big get, group of 10 guys get the chains on me or when you're Ralph Lawrence apparently if you go into this, so the place underneath laboratory it's called that's like the mad it was like the original one but it's like a mad gay club and apparently if you go in there and you get the stamp and come back out you can get in the top bit like pretty easily or like just walk right in but ah. the club downstairs you can't wear clays in it aye mate so you need to be mate, totally mate. That's a pretty big catch for me. I used to always hear like mad shit about like I don't know how has it told me this right, but I think it was do you know how Milno for like I, I know what you're gonna say here. I mate, well, what, what are you is that about in the toilet? No, you tell right, me. I've got a note. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say I think he, this was for Milno, but you can tell yours. I think it was him that used to say like Milno's some boy, shout out by shout you. Out but he used to say I think it was him that you need to wear like leather. Yeah, or all black uh, you need to be able to be able to speak german you need to be over 25 and you need to be gay or something like oh, there was mad the there bit. was mad rules i don't know it might have been for that but there was like mad rules i was like i would never get away with any of that you could kid on bro ah you could kid on it you'd be a good gay mate then. a good oh. german gay wearing all leather <laughs> Imagine just there. I'm a good German gay wearing <laughs> leather and I like to shag men. Do you like tits? Nine. I love the I love the image of like imagine like us going and like Jamie and the queue playing the interactive thing and like <laughs> warming up. <laughs> Speedrunning it now. <laughs> Sweating that. Uh, but I what were you saying about the toilet? So I'm I'm sure Milno, I think this came from Milno, Milno, Milno. I don't think you'll be listening, but I'm sorry if this is wrong and this wasn't you. But I'm sure he told me like he was in. This is probably no going to be the worst story ever anybody's ever heard about Ber- Berghain, right? Berghain. Berghain. Oh, Berghain. Yeah. I think I know what you're going to say. Um, so he was in. He was in the toilets, and like it was like obviously like urinal. So like you get one, then two, then and there was a guy who was like sitting on mm. the flare, with his back to the wall, with his mouth open, trying to catch piss in it. He was, oh, he was, he was, fourth he was, urinal. He was like another urinal. <laughs> Pissy Pete, man. That's, he's I like know. the infamous guy, man. I've got a WhatsApp sticker on my. On my phone. Really? Is that, is that a real thing? I actually think he might be dead now. I think I heard uh, that for somebody. RIP, Pishy Do you know what I always thought about him? Like, if he's there for the weekend or, I don't know, maybe even one night and the next day or whatever, see, like, getting the train home or getting a taxi home or whatever, like, stinking a piss. Just, just stinking a piss. Like, he's obviously got, on, he's got a wee cabin outside that or he something. Can, he? Unless he just has, like, a shower and gets changed or whatever, but. In the bear game? I don't know, somewhere, anyway. A golden he's shower. In, he's, in, he's in room. Water <laughs> before he gets in. I don't know. I've just always wondered how does he get home? Like, I would be. 
it. I don't think I think a guy that goes to the Bergani get pissed on for seventy two hours doesn't care about smelling pissed. He's probably not thinking. Oh fuck, I can't. I can't even get in him. Imagine him pure outside, pure taxis are a fucking joke. Pure regret as soon as you get outside. I'm covered in pish, man. Strange guy, but, but each to their own, eh? I know, I know. What can Aye. you do, man? My so, pal Jordan used to think that the phrase "each to their own" was a mad French saying called "each to their own." <laughs> <laughs> he said it one time, and I was like, "What did you say? Is it each to their own?" That's <laughs> <laughs> each to their own. <laughs> it does kind of sound like that. Each to their own. I like uh, Vie and that. I uh, Cela Vie and like we were talking about them that day. Capri Dm, Capri Dm, and all. Capri Dm. I we were saying we always get mixed up. Each to their own, man. We're like cream of the crop and like. What was I can't yeah, cream, oh, cream I always rises that, I to the top. Aye. Cream of the crop. There's another one. Aye, there was another cream one. Candle of the creme. Aye. Aye, that might have been that, but we were saying like the, all, the cream all. of the crop and all. I know, I'm no, the fuck no, no, It's actually <laughs> frying my brain even thinking about it. We were saying that basically if you're cream rises to the crop. I we kept aye. saying that the cream rises to the crop, which <laughs> makes zero sense. Mate, a guy in um on the site I was working on the day said um nomenclature, which I've always oh. liked. Is that Estonian? So see, like, our nomenclature, it would be like, what's happening, mate? It's a vocabulary, uh, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Dialect. Aye, exactly. So it'd be like, he said, like, on your, I'm going to bore these, any cunt with this shit, but it was like, oh, no, what, she used this nomenclature, and it was like, oh, fancy. Hey, like, I'm, I'm going to lie, that would, I would actually get bricked up as soon as somebody's like, <laughs> like honestly, nomenclature. I cracked him. What, is, that, is that even, that's French, isn't it? Yeah, it would be French. Names, names, something. And nonchalant and all that, that's all French, Nonchalant, if it's not quite nom de whatever you just said there, mate, <laughs> fantastic. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, man. But, I Miz, we need to talk, mate, because... Look, Sorry, speaking about French things... This was just back from Marseille. How is yeah, Marseille, mate? I'm busy here, I'm just cracking. <laughs> <out. laughs> Crack that, bro. Don't worry Crack. about it. Oh, uh, I was in Marseille, aye, me and my girlfriend, Kate. It was lovely. Was it good, mate? It was aye. very nice, aye. Nice weather. We were staying near the beach, just going down the beach each day, having food at night. Bad, we were on the wee lime scooters. No, oh, aye, they're good, mate. They're, they're good, mate. They're fun. I was going to go on them during the day. She's like, no, Made no, no. Made it go no. fast, didn't they? As soon as she got Stephen, she's like, right, you're getting a lime scooter. <laughs> That's like all you care about, no, they're getting mad scooters and electric <laughs> bikes. Joe Hiles one at the airport. Do you eat snails and that? No. I do not, no. Did you eat any, like, mad like that? Mush, uh, fucking snail risotto and that? Uh, I've got a plate quite safe in restaurants, oh. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I pizza got, like, um, what's the mad kind of cold soup kind of thing with, like, tuna in it? Ceviche? Got ceviche. Ceviche, it's fucking bucket. It's just, just stinking. <laughs> ah, yeah, a bit. That's I, a remember, bit I didn't really know what ceviche was, right? We were in uh, Lisbon once, and it's, I think it's, I oh, know it wasn't on um, Anthony Bourdain, but it's another restaurant that's like, might be pretty good. And it's, it's like, all they do is ceviche. And I just, Kate was like, you sure you want to go here? Like, I don't know if you'll be into it. And I'm like, it's fine, I'll get a bash. Like, not knowing where it is, it's literally like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I went pure sat in, I ordered it, man. It was absolutely stinking Mate, you know how that's that like cold soup shit there's a mm -hmm. mad program called I Think You Should Leave right and it's like sketch shows that uh, it's kind of like American version of Lemmy or something mm. but there's one of them that a guy goes to drink a bit of the cold soup the people like it's maybe be cold gets kept in the fridge and that and he goes ah, oh it's too warm he <laughs> <laughs> goes ah, how can it be too warm and he goes it's been sitting out and it warmed up I was expecting it to be uh, freezing was it actually too warm and bumped my <laughs> like it went to room temperature <laughs> <laughs> like it's supposed to be cold <laughs> it warmed up Oh, well, that was heavy funny. I soup, mate. I call, Tommy really done that. Like, what is a soup? How oh, can aye, you define a soup? Have you seen that? 
No. That's a good thing. Mate, it's that, so it? funny. He's like, he's like in his room and he's like, got like now like, I'm a detective, pure names and like I'm a spider <laughs> diagram and all that, pure <laughs> crossing out names and that. And like, he's like, how, like, what makes it a soup? And, and it's not like, the funniest bit is he goes, like, he, his bird comes in and goes, it's the bowl, it's the bowl that makes a soup. She's got a suitcase and he goes, cereal or soup now? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> obviously we were in uh, Sean's at the weekend you were telling me you've got like great like coordination like you uh, you just corners like that where you see like videos skateboards and all that aye 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 you snowboard didn't you aye I, well, I mainly skateboard that was like how I met all my pals and stuff when oh, I was younger but I was into snowboarding for a wee bit in school and then last year because I got booked to play snowboarding I just kind of tried to get back into it aye, I, I remember seeing pi- ones. Mate, I actually remember seeing pictures <coughs> of like you on your insta like you snowboarding I was like What's this cunt no up to? You know what I mean? Like I said to Morgan, I was like, he snowboards? And she's like, I oh, know, it's Mate, fucking you're mad. such a fascinating guy, right? Because I think what's different with you to like other DJs that I see is I can tell that you, you this might be like, I don't know about other DJs, right? So they might be listening like, no, you're fucking wrong. But like, you seem to people love music. Like, no, just like Aye. DJing. Like, because I see you like, playing guitar. Can you play piano as well? I, I can play a wee bit of most things. Aye. But Do, I feel like weird. Were you, always, were you always like inclined with music like for a young Aye. age? When I was younger, so my dad, my grandpa played the drums in a wedding band and then my dad played the snare drum and uh, like the Hibs Walk or whatever, like the Mad Republican Walk. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, so I always was a wee bit musical and my uncles are quite musical like one of them plays a penny whistle some of them play man, some other stuff good instruments man like aye. it's not just like guitar, 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 guitar isn't it? <laughs> and uh, aye, so I kind of was always into music and then got a, like, I had in my room when I was younger I just had like a wee guitar a wee drum kit and that so and I, I'm an only child so I just used to sit and just wear figure just make stuff out. noise man <laughs> much. Uh, and then I in school and that I just I just got right into it and just have you ever used like actual instruments in your like Aye, I've used, I've used like guitar and bass guitar a wee bit. Aye, that's cool, isn't it? Aye. Like, I love when you hear And then that, other man. wee like percussion bits and I've got like a wee kind of, I've got this wee um, Middle Eastern drum that I put on my story one time and I was like, does anyone know anyone selling these or where I can buy one? And then some guy that came to see me doing London, he messaged me, he was like, oh, I'm from, I can't remember where it was, somewhere in the Middle East. And um, he was like, I've got loads of them in my house, but I've got one in London that I kind of take back and he just posted me it for free. So that's it's this big kind of bongo looking thing, I've used that quite that's a lot. dynamite. I've got hundreds of them in my house. Because it's just like pure local there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, cause I've got, obviously, I've got six bagpipes in my wall. <laughs> no, I mean, like, but like recorders and that, like, when I'm in school, yeah, I've got a recorder. Mate, I've always been so, like, um, like I can't even wrap my room. Like, jo- Joseph's really good at music, like, with yeah. music stuff. Like, play, sing. Aye, sing something. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> plays the piano and, like, that, guitar yeah. and all that. And, like, different, can you play the drums? I don't know. Might start a band, bro. <laughs> dabbles, we could, you, we could you jam. D- you dabble, didn't you? Be honest, you dabble. But like my, like like my, like my cousin Marco, he's heavy, like clued up with guitar and all that. And all my pals, one, I've never ever been able to get my head around it. See, like mm-hmm. get like anything I try to do, I'm pure. I've no got that like in my head. Do you know what I mean? He only does James Blunt people. He only tries to learn James Blunt. I don't know how exclusively James. I don't know how to play your. I don't know how to play your. You caught my heart. As I walked on by, can see by <laughs> my face that I was fucking hot. <laughs> that. that is actually, so funny, you know, what I will say is, you can see by my face, fucking hot. 
<laughs> James Blunt's got a bit of personality, by the way. I mean, I think people, you ever seen like, his wee videos or that he makes? Uh, yeah, you've seen him on Twitter as well, poking fun at and saying that his mo- music's boring. Uh, he, he makes me jokes about that. He does it and all. Like, he aye, says, like, oh, no, this cunt again. It's like his tune. Nah, <laughs> he's like a guy, like, see if you heard, even saw the video for that. Remember that video with the snow and all that? For that, um, You're Beautiful, that song? Oh, right, no, Do you remember that? Know. And he's taking his clothes up. But I just got a mad flashback. <laughs> oh, is that a direct that video? Yeah, yeah. That's a premium video. That's a premium video. That's a late channel 5 Mate, music people, video. <laughs> people will know if you're listening. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know. You get, you get you know, you know. my face that I was fucking high. <laughs> nah, I'll be honest. That was pretty impressive for us going right sing. Thank you, mm, brother. That was good. Bye, that's the only tune I ever learned to play, and it was just a do, 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 and it's pure, like, I have to feel sorry about that, you know what I mean? But mm. I learned that when I was six, mate, and I've never <laughs> got better, you know what I mean? Aye. But see, as as well, we're like, when you were playing music in school and that, if you, if you pure loved it during school, like, what, see, like, when you start, like, left school, because for mm. as long as I've known you, right, even like when we had you on, he was talking about being a teacher and that. But for mm. as long as I've known you, you've just DJed. Like, did Aye. you de- did you date when you left school? I well, when I left school, worked in uh, KFC in Coatbridge for a couple of years, and then left there, and then see the label that I'm on, Dixon Avenue Bass and Jams. I was on released a few records on. One of the guys that runs that, his girlfriend worked for the BMA. It's like the trade union for doctors, and uh, she was like, "Oh, if you interview here, I'll try and put in a word or whatever." So then I went for there. Oh no, actually I'm skipping out a good few years. I worked, <laughs> in, I worked in Cocktail and Burger on Silky Hall Street for a couple of years. Aye. I met like some of my best pals there. Then <clears throat> a guy I met there, Max, he opened that Devil's Deli in Partick. So I went right. and worked there with him and then went for there at the BMA. So I've had a couple of jobs. See, do you know that? Were you still making tunes and I totally still like running a club night in La Cheetah and making tunes and going Aye. out and... When did you first like, obviously you said you were like into instruments now, when did you first like get decks and actually start making your own tunes like that? I. So I used to be in bands when I was in school right. and then just kind of from there got a laptop and downloaded Fruity Loops, some ad software mm-hmm. and then started, it was when I started going out, it was just like dubstep and like drum and bass and stuff like that. So I started trying to make that my laptop and then just as my music taste kind of changed, got into more like house and techno, just mm-hmm. started trying to make that and then again, with DJing, because we, we were going out and we were seeing people DJing and we were like, kind of, we were like, we love this, how do we get into it? Mm-hmm. My pal Joe went and bought a set of turntables and then we just started going out to Rubberdum buying records and just practicing in the house because... So you learnt on vinyl, right? <clears throat> aye, because we were thinking how do we get to DJ out in clubs and then see when you're starting out and you're just like a bunch of daft wee guys, like no one's really going to book you. So then we're like, we could maybe start our own thing and then we'll just warm up for the people that we book. Mm-hmm. And then so we've done that and then that's how we got into it. Do you think that's... Because I remember you saying that like for people, so I remember saying like, oh... You get any advice for people who are trying to get them music out there or whatever? And they start said, your start show. your own. Do you think that's like the way to go? I think so I see, unless you're like a, a musician or unless you're making tunes that are like amazing, and they get picked up by someone, or like unless you're unless you're like doing like a radio show or something, and then people that run club nights see you for that and maybe book mm-hmm. you. But see if you want to DJ in clubs, and that is the easiest. So route. how do you how do you actually like? Because when we were talking, I forgot to ask like you. And how would that? How does that look like starting your how does own that night? Work? Aye. Basically, I think we we got kind of pally with the the trips in La Cheetah, like the people, the regulars, and then the people that run it. And then we basically just asked them, is there any nights like we can on a night and we will like front the money and book a guest and then hopefully make the money back off tickets and then I don't know how it really happened but I think we just kept asking we was like right sound I'll give you this like first Saturday of the month or something like that and right. then just went for there and then we ended up doing it every two months and every month and that and was that your first residency I, I, so that was the first and then 
<clears throat> that's a good learning experience because like you're no playing like a headline slot. You're just learning how to warm up for people. So you need to properly like think about work in the room and try to get people dancing Aye. and keep them downstairs when they come downstairs and that. Aye. So that was good, man. And there was like, a few people we booked it. Was like the first time that he'd ever been in the UK. A guy called Skatebard from Norway. That was the first time he'd ever been in the UK when we booked him. That's cool. Aye, that's he came, like, they came um, party to us after, man. I went, yeah. uh, <clears throat> went back to a party and he was sitting in the living room just like mad, putting on tunes and that. And then I had to go and do a 12 hour shift and cocktail and burger and I came back to the same party and he was, oh, he was still sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> he could barely, barely speak English. What, what, <laughs> what, what, what age were you at this time? I was maybe like 19, 20, I See think. See the stamina point. you have then? Oh. Like, pure. <laughs> I'll go and do a 12 hour shift, then I'll Aye. be back. I remember like going, I remember like going to my pal Pages when I think it was like a McGregor fight and it was like before before I started a shift in the railway. I, like, I hadn't even been, been boozing. I got up for my shift and I went round and they were boozing. And I, I was like, they're like, you out of beer? I was like, aye, all right, fuck it. Sound the fight starting, innit? Pure fucking just, and you're like, but I would never think about doing that yeah, now, I, know what I mean? I, I, no chance, I know a boy that once, I was getting on it with him, right? And we ended up back at a gaff in Royston. Joe's neck of the woods, God's country. And uh, <laughs> hang here, yeah. aye. So we're up in this up in this flat, right? And it was like, it was just, it was fucking horrible, right? But the, the boys had to me, oh, I'm working in Tesco. And I was like, when? It was like eight in the morning. And it was like three, uh, like eight that day. And it was like three in the morning. And we were sitting pure, we were like sniffing eckies and all that. Aye, that's pure, when you know it's going downhill. Fucking, uh, and, and he was sitting and he was just sitting up, ah, oh, man, fuck it. And he's like, I brought my stuff in that bag here, man. So, and I, it was at the end, like, it got to like seven in the morning. I was like, ah, mate, what are you, you, what, go, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, ah, mate, I'm just there. And he's like, oh, fuck, I've no door. And I was like, mate, I'm in your door. <laughs> and he was like, but for a taxi? For, uh, he was like, fuck it, I'll just bump a taxi. So he's like, just don't he's go, go taxi to Royston to his work for the Ekkies and, and, and bumped it, mate. Sprinted at the taxi. Sprinted wearing his Tesco uniform <laughs> and that, mate. Like, right in the front door. <laughs> yeah. Where did that cunt go? Right, right, right in the staff room, that's a shout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> mate, that must, that sounds like the most intense thing that's I've ever heard. Mate, like, I, like, I get anxiety for like, hip, like, Taking gear, then sitting in a like fifteen minute taxi, pure, right. f- pure canny sit still in it, pure dying for it to end. It's just different people have got different like, just wide like, open push themselves. Because I think when we go that taxi there, I know the cunts that was where the guys hosting this other cunt like just ran out the taxi, and I was like. Pff. I was like, much, mate, and he was like, eight quid or something, I gave him eight quid, and they're like, you're no too street savvy, are you, mate? You always bump a taxi, and I'm like, mate, what are you talking about? <laughs> you Guys are trying to make a living, mate. <laughs> it's like three in the morning, <laughs> mate, you daft. <laughs> what are you doing? I, like, you're getting the money, he's like, what are you kid doing? <laughs> right in front of the guy. <laughs> no pain this cunt, mate, oh, you kid. Yeah, there's, there's some headbaggers about, yeah, bro, but, man. mate, like, when do, you, when do you think, obviously, you started that night and that, and mm. then, You've went on to DJ fucking oil the world, know what I mean? So right. where, was there a point where you were making tunes you're like, fuck, this is actually no just me putting on a wee night anymore, it's actually gone somewhere. Uh, so that was still, like, the whole time I was doing the thing, that was, like, me and my two pals that run it, so that was very much the three of us that were doing it. But during that time, I was obviously making, trying to make music and then obviously just kind of slowly getting, like, a wee bit better as I went on. And then just as it kind of was coming to an end, so the guys that run that Dixon Avenue Basement Jams, the label... They, I was sending them out to a, a few other people and like there was people that were playing them out in parties but they were the ones that were like, they listened to it and they were like, right, we'll release this and I was like, sound. And then when the club night kind of came to the end, they luckily were having, they were doing like the first Glasgow Boiler Room in Subby and because they were about to release my record, they were like, oh, you can jump on. So it was just oh, like pure, a few things just kind of aligned. 
And then that was like a good pure stepping stone to then uh, after that came out and then with the release coming out and all that was like people were like, oh, let's book him as him rather than uh, doing my other thing. What's like the hang, like know how when you're saying that, like you got to go and do that with Boiler Room and that, what's a mad thing that's happened to you that you've been like actual buzzing about, you know what I mean? Uh, like going to, um, going to Australia, I went to Australia and done three nights in Australia and then went and met my pal Joe in South Korea and then went to South Korea and Beijing and then home. <laughs> That was like summer. mental, man. Play I played in all the places. Done like Fuck Sydney, same. Melbourne, Perth, Wollongong, South Korea, China, home. That is mad. <laughs> it was mate. honestly mental. That was like just before COVID, man. Yeah, I would actually, Matt, see if I had done shit like that, I'd feel like my head would be too big to fit in a plane. Not at <laughs> I feel like I'm a rock star, man. Good, not only just played in Korea, mate. Yeah. Not all the gigs were good. The ones Sydney, Melbourne were class, and then went to. Uh, Wollongong and it's like a weekend it's like Trun but everyone looks like they're at Neighbours or something Aye. like that and uh, that was just <laughs> like, like Trun nah, it's like, Wollongong I've, I've been to Wollongong have you, have you? Uh, it's yeah. like a wee seaside town it's it? a wee small seaside town Aye, it's like big for surfing in it do they call it the Trun of Australia I don't know Aye. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> they call Trun the Wollongong Aye. 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 Uh, I was in Trun it's kind of like Wollongong <laughs> but everybody looks like they're in still game <laughs> Aye, so that one it was like to like 20 people and I think they cut cut it early and that so the gigs like aye but still doing that aye, it's still class aye, aye. aye. so hopefully aye. I can do stuff like that again I think there's talk of me going to Australia for pitch is pitch festival is that in Australia right uh, next year so hopefully that oh, can happen man. Unreal, that must man. be amazing and see as well like I remember that what what no, I notice about DJs right like sometimes I'll be sitting in work right now I've got a 10 minute drive to my work <laughs> right I'll see you like pure it's like a Monday night at 9 pure on the train to Aberdeen and all that right <laughs> see for me I'm like I don't even I don't even know how what my head would be like if I had that life like pure all over the place but do you think you're just like that's just you're so used to that now I, that I don't mind it because like other people at the weekend will go to a club so I'm just doing the same thing but just in the club I'm DJ instead of dancing but I'm, uh, I'm dancing at all I you do dancing at all I do dancing but it's just like it's just like it's like going to a club night but uh, I'm just going to DJ so it's a bit I, more it's, fun it's the travelling and all it's but the travelling like, the travel home sometimes brutal like <laughs> I can imagine that I, like, see, see, see if I know see if I can like six and I know I've got a flight at like 11 or 12 because I know it's like a small amount of hours I kind of get to sleep man aye because you, you're too worried about not waking up yeah, right, right I've got six hours and then if, oh, I've got five hours now oh, and then that's horrible and then you're like, like you've got three and then you're like what's the point in sleeping then it's <laughs> horrible aye, it'll be but worse now if I fell asleep aye, but then it's totally so worth see how also, like man. do you know how you're saying um, the guy from Norway I think you said there was skateboard see if you've like now if you've been away to places mm -hmm. say you were in Korea and that would you go like out after it and be like what's happening trips hang out with it depends who the promoter was I, I remember I went to um, India and uh, so that's the all the like good places I've been that Australia South Korea and then I went to India once as well man and uh, after that, went back to some party and I was like sitting in a gaff and it was like a party in India. That's I know so that it was sitting <laughs> in a gaff. gaff in India. <laughs> sitting in a gaff, it was just like this big kind of corner couch, and then the, like there wasn't much like furniture in that. It was like it looked like I had squat or something like that. But I was sitting on the balcony, with my feet up, smoking a snout, just looking at like India and the skyline. I was like, this is absolutely bonkers, man. Like, what is going on right now? But jank people were gone. Like, this mad nuts cunt for Scotland's here. He's still <laughs> here. He doesn't even speak and Indian. He's smoking a snout, looking at you. Like, that's amazing, isn't it? Well, that guy, man, and that indie no, it, was, it, it could not have been great. Party, but I don't, I don't think I was overstaying my welcome. But it was, um, it was just a pure surreal experience, man. Just Aye. like, just so different, Fenton. You know, man. Life a simulation, kind of hanging out. Weird. Looking at the Taj Mahal, won't last now for like he's not flighting another man. <laughs> Mate, Back to Sheffield for a gig or something. See as well, like, 
I always wonder as well, obviously, say you're going up to Aberdeen on a Monday night. Now, you don't really have a... Obviously, you've got a schedule to keep up with where you're playing and you uh, catch this train, that flight. But like, how on it are you getting in these places while you're DJing and that? Like, are you like... Obviously, because if you went out, right? Say you went out to see a night or like you went out somewhere, right. you would be getting on it because you wouldn't really know getting to be doing. I, I mean, you can DJ when you're steaming. Aye, but like, how is it... Do you do you find it harder or do you try and do you hold back a bit? I do recently. I've been trying to kind of no get that steaming. Like, but it depends. It all depends on who the, the promoters. If they sound, then they usually say you want to go for dinner or whatever. And then I'll go for dinner and then get on the pints then at like seven or eight or whatever. Aye. But then sometimes if it's like a wee gig or if it's a gig that I know I've got stuff to do next day, I'll just stay in a hotel till like half an hour before I'm playing and just bounce down and do it. And then I'll have a few beers and I'm DJing, but mm-hmm. I obviously don't end up Any, steaming. Anytime I've been like to one of your nights and that, it's always like when you come out and we're, if we're going to a gaff or something, you're like pure buzzing to get on it because you're not <laughs> like, you're like, oh, man, get us up there. Yeah, I mean. Just finish the shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, the Glasgow ones are a good buzz, but because it's just like all my pals there and that, whereas if I go away, usually it's like, don't really know any cunt. So all these mad Koreans and that. Aye. Well, see, obviously you were saying that like, some of the crowds, like you said, the crowd was like weird. It was like 20 people and then they cut it and all that. Aye. Where's that a place you've played and you've been playing? You're like, this is so weird. Like just... A couple un- of them. I actually see the one in South Korea. That was like, I was, so I was playing on like the second floor of this club and then below there was a guy playing like trap and R&B and like hip hop and all Aye. that. And like the, before the gig, they were telling me that the crowd in Korea is a bit weird. Like they just kind of, they know, don't really, they're not that headsy. They just kind of go where the crowd goes. Aye. So I was DJing and then people started going downstairs and then that was just like triggered a mad chain reaction and then I thought it was DJ and Nady. And I was just like sitting, I had my pal Joe like met me there and he was absolutely steaming. And like every now and again I could just see him like walk by the doors for that. <laughs> and I, I was just sitting like putting on like 10 minute tunes with my feet up, just like wondering where he was, trying to phone him and that. And then I, I was kind of hoping they would just like sh- cut my room or whatever but they never so I just sat there playing in an empty room for like an hour just drinking yeah, beers and that always it. watching Joe play like fucking uh, mad arcade machines and that <laughs> through the door mate always stick on come on Eileen mate I'll get out of there man oh, oh, hour long version all the Koreans are mad for that bro imagine <laughs> oh, oh, come on Eileen <laughs> <laughs> I saw you have today mate drop come on Eileen um, but she, she's well just on top of that like you said you love playing in Glasgow because it's all your pals and that, but like, see, I don't know if Glasgow is your favourite place to play, but like, see outside that, like, where's somewhere you went and you're like, absolutely loved it? Like, Aye. Uh, in terms of like the maddest gig I've played, I played over in Belfast in a place called Custom House Square. That was uh, Hector Dennis Alter that was yeah. putting it on. It was like me, Sally C, and then I was playing back to back with Ketma, and that's like, this is like, imagine George Square with like mad balconies at the sides and all that, and it was like a big pure like, like festival kind of stage oh, it was honestly man, mental man that was oh, so fun man. and then we we stayed up got on it all night and then went to see the human league the next night in the same place it was class man that seems like some weekend it? Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing awesome. man i've never i've never been to belfast is it good nah, it's class i love ireland man Aye. i've never never been nah, i've been i've been out uh, i went out to see the strokes in belfast belfast is a good place to go for a gig i think is that everybody's up for it aye i've heard it's like quite they're quite similar to us aye, aye. Like, it's not like, the islands like aye. it's pretty similar yeah, to scotland in terms of just like People get a good laugh at it and they're all uh, just up for it, like causing it. Uh, Mate, do you know what's mad about Belfast? I've been a couple of times <coughs> for like mad football shit, right? And it's like, so there's like Falls Road and the Shank Hill Road and that, which is like obviously just all these mad things, like 1690 and all that, and just all this like Easter rising and shit, and it's mental. But the first time I was there, I was like in to see the strokes, like to see a gig, and it was like, it's a very like kind of unique, like student place, right? Mm. 
and then like there's just all these wee nice wee coffee shops and bars and all, and all this different shit and, that, and I was just going to all these things and I turned a corner and I didn't realise I was on Shankill Road mate and it was like oh that's just mad 1690 like the Battle of Boyne <laughs> all these mad like murals are like fucking King Billy on a horse with a rifle or something no, I mean I was like what the fuck no, I mean uh, I, I, I didn't know that shit was there it. I mean. uh, <laughs> uh, no it's a wild wild place but uh, you were saying you are back to back with Ketma who's like who like who you've met through playing mm. who's your favourite cunt um, Sally C probably so she we were on the same agency for a, a wee while when we were both kind of starting out and uh, we just we'd, we'd done a few back to back together and it was fun so we kept we kept getting back, back to, like, together quite a lot and it's I would it was so fun man see, see if it's like fun doing it do you think you get booked more because it's like people can tell you know Aye, what I mean you're having definitely. a buzz doing it so it's good to know like see knowing not playing back to back with people but just see going to gigs when you're playing with other people that you kind of know man it just makes it so much better guys we've got a new sponsor can I get the klaxon Joe Oh. Fantastic klaxon. So we've got a new sponsor, Code Barbers. Many of you might know them. You might have seen Josip Juranovic down there. You might have seen Nier Beaton down there. You might have seen Jamie Kit. Aye, aye. Aye, you, you could have seen me down there. Not me. <laughs> I don't think that you've been down there by um. the looks of things, mate. I'm not sad about it, Jamie. You look stupid as fuck mate <laughs> <laughs> and that is not a rude thing to say to somebody so look troops you're wanting to be fade you're wanting anything and if you're wanting some madness right here's the thing if you're wanting some madness get yourself down to Duke Street ask for Reese the Haggler Haggerty Reese the Hagman Haggerty he is openly doing mullets like he's actually requested mullets V's Aye. He wants the wild stuff. Nights so, in the back. Night, night tacks. He's doing scribes. Remember them? The tribal design. I've not seen them, no. A scribe haircut. A scribe, aye, that's what we used to call it. A scribe. And oh, mad, it's aye, a tribal aye. design. Where they kind of Homer Simpson. They put a stencil on the side of their head and just shave it, mate. Aye, aye mate, it was fantastic. I'm going to get one of them. But Code Barbers are the best in the land. Let's not let's not mess about now. I mean, we, Josip, the fireball Juranovic would not be down there <laughs> um, if it was second best, would he now? So, look, they've got two barbers. They've... All, they've been in Duke Street for a, a good while now, um, and that's where you find me and Jamie. You might you might be cutting, getting your hair cut in there and turn around and <laughs> one of us might just be there, right? And <laughs> you'll be like, ah, you that my cut back. <laughs> and I'll be like, ah, it's happening. Um, but they have recently just opened up a new barber's in Uddingston. So if you're in the South Lanarkshire area and you don't want to travel to Duke Street, um, the treacherous... Um, the mean streets of Denison, <laughs> then you can go to Uddingston where things are a bit calmer, a bit more a bit peaceful. More, more affluent. Yeah, so you can get them there at 117 Main Street, baby. So they're in, pff, come on now, prime real estate, yeah, for the code boys. Um, get down there, trips. They are the best about. And also the man um, who owns code barbers uh, Callum we are, were actually playing fives we were we were playing fives and uh, yesterday actually with him and Jamie was actually in goals weren't you Jamie <laughs> I was going to say yeah I can't believe you've done this uh, Jamie was actually goals now let's think about Jamie's height for a minute Jamie's 6'3 6'4 6'4 with Timbies on uh, <laughs> so Jamie was in goals at fives and Callum was obviously another team Big guy. And think about the height of five goals, probably up to Jamie's waist. And somehow Callum chipped Jamie <laughs> and scored. Now, I didn't know this was actually physically possible. I've watched a whole lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson videos. I've listened to Stephen Hawking. But I've no... You've no. I've no listened to him. I've heard about him. Um, <laughs> and I didn't think this was possible. But um, if that's not... When I, I seen the ball, when I seen the ball leave, 
Code Barber's uh, foot order. <laughs> Code Barber. Code Barber. That's his name. Carom's foot, mate. I thought there's no way the trajectory of this could be a natural. <laughs> no, order. Did I didn't even know I was in your team, and I was like, mate. There's no way that's gonna end it somehow. Mate, I, I turned around and just looked, waiting for it to go behind the goal, innit? I but thought uh, they're doing witchcraft down at Code Barber, so get down there, troops, tell them, I seen you on that Rayleigh's gaff, and you'll get an even better haircut. What about that? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh my good God, in Govan Hill. Um, Belterlux are doing the thing, man. Everybody knows about Belterlux. Belterlux are running competitions for you to win outstanding prizes. Now, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you will know that. Basically, every time there's a competition, somebody for Riley's gaff ends up winning it. There was another one. Harvey White. Now, I don't know if Harvey's um, made a deal with the devil. I don't know what, but he's won about four competitions. I think he's got some dirty pictures of Mr. Belterlux himself. (laughs) Mr. Belterlux has been up to a few things, (laughs) let me tell you that. But all the competitions um, ended yesterday, it would have been. So Rolexes, cash prizes, easy peasy. But they are bringing out new competitions now these should be out by the time this airs so see if you go down to the description follow the link you will see these competitions now all you need to do for better luck is buy a wee ticket and then sometimes there'll be a wee game you need to play or a wee quiz a wee question whatever and then that'll enter you in the in the draw now let me tell you about these prizes troops right so these are the new competitions you you could win all three rangers strips all three celtic strips Two tickets to Paolo Nettini at the Hydro. Two tickets to Kevin Bridges at the Hydro. A 50-inch Samsung TV. £500 cash. Apple AirPods. The Glasgow pack. The Glasgow dream, aye. <laughs> the Glasgow starter pack. Um, so, I mean, think about that. If you're a Glaswegian or anywhere, really, come on now. Um, get involved. So how much are they, are they tickets like? It's 40 quid or something, 50 quid each. <laughs> Jamie, don't be so goddamn ridiculous, mate. Um, they're cheap. The prices vary from 99 pence to 2.99. Oh, that is unbelievable. And with Riley's gaff, so you want to buy a good few tickets, so you want to buy three or four, you're going to get 50% off us. So if you use the code Riley's gaff 50, so R E I L L Y S G A F F 50, the number's 50. Then you're going to get 50% off. And also, what's going to happen in the next maybe couple of weeks, we're going to do a thing with Better Lux where if you enter a competition of theirs through our code, you're going to get entered into another draw, which is only for people that have entered through Riley's Gaff. So, I mean, think of the chances of winning trips. And uh, we're going to draw the prize live on the podcast. So, beautiful. So, go visit Better Lux, get down to the description, tell them Riley's Gaff sent you, and go win some prizes. Have you seen the mad guy on TikTok that has his decks on his like aye. ribs, mate? Sue that his name is. Oh, aye. Aye. He, runs, is it he runs about the, the street now. Aye, it? but he just plays on top of that mad hills and that. But aye, then I met him in Snowbombing actually, so I went and there was like one run you could do, and it was like the only one that had like a run right down into the city. So I'd done that, and I was sitting at the bottom, just sweating, and I was and that, and then just seen him from running by, and I was like, all right, mate, is that, I'm just about to break the internet. And I was like, sound, and then oh. apparently <laughs> was um, doing it. Paragliding with the fucking deck room. Yeah, I think I seen that TikTok. And the mad, the mad hang snap. Did you see that? Oh, One no. of the mad ropes that was like, how was holding it up? I get it up. <laughs> Try and get it, Joe. Aye, that's it there. Is that the that's video? That's how my baby break then, mate. Aye. New pants after this.
So see, see at the bottom of kind of where he was, I was sitting there having a pint, man. Smoking a snout. That's mad, man. Because I'm about to break the internet. Here we are in the Austrian Alps. We're about that's to go paragliding are? from no, 3,000 feet in off, the bloody air. Yeah. The, the most extreme thing you've ever seen. Look down the camera. Either I'm going to die right now, or make the best video that this place ever seen. It's time to break the internet. So it, it, yeah, that is fucking mad right. though. It gets like legitimately booked now after the back of that, like Does to do DJ aye? sets and clubs and that. Because people will turn up. I don't know what was first. I don't know if he, he'd done that before and now he's doing the. Oh. Nah, that's it there. Oh, you'd be shitting yourself, wouldn't See, you? See, if you're that guy behind you, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you're going to kill my business here. It's content, bro. I, know, I think the boy. festival got him there to do that. Content, bro, isn't it? <laughs> what is going on, my people? This is Suat. I'm in a paraglider. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, I've been through rabbit holes of watching this cunt. See his camera? Is that a thing coming out the front Aye, of it? It's like a wee bit of metal Aye. comes up and then it's... Smart, we smart. Should, we You're should bad, eh? We should that's stop it, doing this. But that's mental, mate. Right, here, this is a Dex question, right? Right, he's up. <laughs> wondering if you get people coming up to you being like, I want to be a DJ and all that, but I don't have, say, a Technics or something. Mm -hmm. so do you think that they've got... What they need for just like the phone or computer or something? Or do you think they should just start? Uh, it it kind of depends what you want to learn. Like, you know, you could get like software for your laptop and be a DJ, or you could kind of learn like how to like beat match two tunes together with your ear or whatever. Whereas I don't think you could really learn that with your phone. You'd maybe need records or CDJs for that. But it depends what kind of DJ wants to be. If you want to DJ 40, it's not, you could do that off a laptop. I, I <laughs> for you starting out though, like, what, what did you use? Like, you I, used so the Fruity Loop thing? We used Fruity Loops and then we used a programme called Virtual DJ for a while. Me and um, my pal Jordan had it on his laptop. And that was just like, it's just like my virtual decks and then you just drag on the tunes and that. And then I think we, so we ended up DJing a club in uh, Socky Hall Street called Club 520. And there was two guys in there, a guy Johnny Whoop used to be a DJ. Good name. Good name, and then a guy obviously called, the cushion. Aye, and then a guy called Cheesy, and they were like, right, "We'll show you how to beat match." Um, <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were talking about cushion the club. Oh, I thought you like, used to DJ at cushion. Oh, I mean, I knew that. Obviously, I've done that there because I didn't want. You like, don't know. How you <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I interrupt you. Aye, oh. so I joined of the cushion. Um, <laughs> But they were like, I, if you want to learn, we'll show you how to beat match um, records. And they were like, just had, they gave us two of the same record. And it was like, just go back back and forward between them. And uh, I, that's how kind of how we learned how to mix records. And then that was us until, until I kind of started playing my own tunes out. And then obviously I didn't have them on record at the time. So then kind of got into using CDJs where you can just plug in a USB. I, so my, my pal started like mixing, right? And he makes heavy good mixes. Like, I listen to them and that's even holiday. And he gets plays on like SoundCloud and that. And I think he uses like um it's like digital decks or something. Aye. And uh, he's gonna do do you know how the bowling club obviously? Do you want to talk about that? Camp Hell? Camp Hell bowling club. Sean's been going on about this one. <laughs> Mate, so Sean, you are like podcast uh Aye, alumni is an alumni podcast. The only person I've got to and Joe obviously. <laughs> but um I <laughs> so he's booked a bowling club and he was going I'm getting, I'm getting Murphy's Pecora bar to do the food and Big Mats is teaching at it. So this is like a mad event that like cunts would go to and uh, he's just throwing a party in the bowling. I was in the bowling club, but um, but my pal's figuring for you now, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna speak to Duncan and that, and Duncan's gonna kind of help him along with shit. Ah, but cool. He was like, um, he was asking, he was like, what, like, 
I'll ask this to Duncan. He said, Can you ask Duncan what kind of decks it is or whatever else? And he said, it's CDJs. What actually was that? Because so I thought he misspelled CDs. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, mate, you just stick a, C- it's a CD player, mate. <laughs> so CDJs are things that basically mean that see the way you can like manipulate a vinyl record so you can touch it and move it about and like don't know, scratch it and all that mm-hmm. and like speed it up at the side and slow it down. That's like what you need to be able to do to beat match the record. So if it's too fast, slow it down. It's too slow, speed up, whatever. Uh, so CDJs are things that basically you put in, well, back in the day, you could put in CDs and then just manipulate them like vinyls. Uh, so you could touch uh, the tap in them and that. And then, but so now you can just put a USB in it. Uh, so they're still called CDJs, but you use USBs with them. I think that's yeah. a thing you must use then. Uh, I think you get different levels. It's heavy expensive ones. And then you get ones for like, I think they're like 800 quid each or something. See like somebody that's like on your level, DJing the place you're DJing at, can you just de- use them or do you uh, need So they're like the industry standard now. Is Techniques for vinyl and CDJs for... Like digital files, digital stuff. Aye, aye. aye so I, you know I, when you go, and then because <clears throat> when I got booked, it goes through my agency. So I've got like a wee rider that they send, like a tech rider, and they're like, make sure you've got at least like this kind of deck or whatever. You get a rider for scrap. An normal rider. Aye, mine's, mine's quite yours? modest. Where's yours? But it's just like if I'm arriving time, take me out for a wee munch before it, and then it's like a bottle of gin, tonic, six beers, some water. Aye. That's yeah. actually quite. Uh, if modest. you like, you don't need to reveal names. But have you ever heard any ridiculous ones? Like, why the fuck? Axel, Axel Rose shit. Uh, <laughs> I've not heard any ridiculous ones. I heard that Jack Master when he was real big, he heard on his a football talk for the local football team, which I thought was that's quite good. cool. That's quite cool. I, I would like that. That's what because uh, you, you got a wee souvenir to take back. You know. Aye, aye. I like that. That's quite cool. Actually, I'd want, like, I don't know if I'm at that I'd, level, but that I could ask cunts to go out and get a aye. football talk. Could you just I could say I could send them a cash if they go and buy it. Aye, but I, because you always have stories like I've seen Axel Rose. That was like he said, <clears throat> he used to get cunts to drive to the venue and then drive back to his <clears throat> place so they could tell like before he went. If, so they, if they had everything, so no, so they know how long it takes to get there. So then he might be stuck in traffic oh, and that. Like, <laughs> and then also like he used to get like I don't know if it was like M and M's or Smarties or something, but they'd say like pick out all the yellow ones or aye, something. Aye, that's just that's that's weird. That's weird. Or something you're talking about. No, I, <laughs> I heard that about that, and it, it was because it was in, I think it was in Slash. Blue ones, man. Says we mental. <laughs> the E numbers and that. No, it was because he said like if they've done that, they've done everything else apart. Oh, it's like a wee test. Aye. Ah, right. There's a, there's a venue in uh, Belfast called Custom House Square. No, that's the big open bit. What's it called again? It's like their barras type thing. It's mm-hmm. like a big proper venue. But Aye. in the wall in there, they've got the riders are like people who've played in there. So it's like Slayer and stuff like that. And they've got some mad ones. I mean, Slayer's like pure pints of goat blood and all that. But I think they've obviously got a, it. A plate of honey roast ham. They've obviously that. got it on as like a kind of bam up thing. But it's just some of them mental, man. Aye, this, I mean, the Slayer one was like goat blood. And then like there's ones that need to have the room there at a certain temperature and all Aye. that. Aye, Wait. that is. I never, I, I think never, never bands like that. I just put stuff on as like a, it's like a kind of half a joke thing. Uh, me and Evan, every time before we vlog, you make me sacrifice a, a lamb, didn't you? It's blood. A lamb. Donna. I don't mind a lamb, or if we're struggling for a lamb, I don't mind a good, a good old mutton. <laughs> a good old mutton. <laughs> a good old mutton put it out his misery. Aye, with the muttons, um, you don't need. It's not much effort. <laughs> yeah. Is that what that noise was in the book coming up? Aye. <laughs> 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 the, the, the mutton almost wants to go as well, mate. So that's why I like using the mutton for the some sacrifices. Aye, but as well, Miss. Obviously, I was with you at the weekend, and I remember we were sitting, and I kind of. Um, a bit of a state, shall we say? Yeah, um, yeah. Just and I was like that. I was going to ask you this in the podcast, but I didn't. But I want to oh, ask you the new. Right, this is this is class, right? So I always wondered with DJs, right? Look, if, if I write a song and I'm like, oh, Jamie is fantastic, and I say that <laughs> maybe ten times in it, 
I go, right, what am I going to call this? I'll call it Jamie's fantastic, right? But if, like, DJs are, like, making tunes and they've not really got words in uh, them, right. like, how do you name the tune? Do you know uh, what I mean? Like, <clears throat> so Miz actually revealed to me a note on his phone. Mm -hmm. Could could we get some of the names after this, mate? <laughs> so basically when I'm, like, watching stuff or reading something or listening to something, and I, if I hear, like, a wee thing that I like or a wee phrase or a wee something, I just write I, it just in my phone. I noticed, I noticed you didn't write down Jamie's fantastic, is it? No, I'm going to write it down after. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I've got this list. There was a camera. I've got this list. It's, like, absolutely massive. It's just pure nonsense. Aye. I've got take you to space and then in brackets and back. That's how you Keep the heat down. Um, haunted, I like that. Keep the heat down. Keep the heat down. Haunted bread. I think that's to do with communion. <laughs> haunted because it's got the spirit in it <laughs> downloaded for our hot and I've used that one so that's like see when you put a tune out and you pay, you pay for like promo mm -hmm. it goes out to so it's a thing where like DJs can't download it unless they leave a wee review and all that and right. people like Richie Houghton they've got like people that download their tunes for them aye lazy bastards <laughs> but um so like infamously the person who does Richie Houghton they always just write downloaded for our hot and on aye. everything I remember the first time I got that one of my tunes I was really buzzing I was like yes downloaded for our hot and then I, I found out that it's just like they download everything aye and just go what do you want what do you want aye so, oh, I thought you were trying to <coughs> trick them into playing them that because you'll see <laughs> it and be like oh this must have been downloaded oh, so I already used that and oh. one of my shall not fade releases and I was thinking it'd be funny if when they are going to download that tune that the tune is called downloaded for our hot <laughs> that's such a funny like inside joke take you uh, like just for that just for that just moment, for that moment like, when they need nobody's going to ever like have get a mad interaction with that it's just uh, going to be you just like hoping that happens I think day. I actually got the feedback back Did it was just downloaded for our hot and I don't know if it's like an algorithm that does it or something fucking soulless man do you think how important Jenk her name is to a tune like not really that important, no. nah. So, I've, like, I've got some, some of these are so daft, man. I've got one, Glass Sandwiches, that was, um, a guy I know Fergus Clark said that he's pal in Australia called Going Out For Pints, that. It's like, you want to go out for a few glass sandwiches? <laughs> like, that yeah, is class, um, I was imagining, like, crunching into a glass sandwich. A glass sandwich. Yeah, nice. uh, I... Some of them are so daft, but ones Iceland jobby horror. Like if I called a tune that, like it doesn't really matter. If a tune's a good tune, it's a good tune. I suppose, man. I suppose. There's one more thing I was wondering, right? And this will be lovely to bring it full circle. So the, see when you first followed me or whatever, mm. I remember saying the name and I was like, Big Miz, right? I was like, this guy must like wrestling, right? <laughs> and then that, I then I realised that it wasn't actually the Miz. It was a DJ. And then I remember thinking like. He must have got this name for the wrestler, but then see, I don't. I'm gonna imagine you didn't actually. No, nah. I don't even know who. Were you called? Jink, you were called Miz before the Miz. I don't know actually. Could, so I, could be close. So when I started making my own tunes before I got my first record out with Dixon Avenue, I used to make music under the name Mirrors because ah. I thought that was like edgy and cool and that. And then my pal shot on that to Miz, and he used to say, call me Big Miz. And then when I got my first record out. Like to kind of separate it for the tunes I was making before, it was like a wee fresh start. I was just like, what can I, I want to change my name? And then I was just like, I'll just use Big Miz. Uh, I mean, I thought it was something to do with, because your surname was McFarland. No. I don't know why. I, mean, I was that like, could maybe it makes sense. Uh, to, in my head, that made sense. No, I mean, like, to, I me, to me, he loved the Miz, the rest of I, I don't even know. I've actually is. thought about sampling his, uh, he does a Cribs. He's like pure cutting about, he's like, this is where the magic happens, but he keeps referring to himself. And I thought about like maybe try to sample it and uh, like, try to make a wee intro to a mix or something. That would be class. Doom at the end of his tune, just like, and here comes Doom yeah. for the mad old like cartoons, know what I mean? Like, when he used that, start a wee mix one time. Nah, that'd, that'd be, be cool, man. Tie, tie <laughs> Welcome to the Mizzy's crib. Nah, <laughs> that's where the magic happens. Aye. <laughs> 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 but um, if you get anything coming up, you want to promote? Uh, coming up, I've got a big one, Fly Open Air. Open Boom. 17th September, I think that is. So I think I'm going back to back with Haley's last year. That'll be fun. Me and Haley are making quite a good 
few tunes in the studio now. Can I confirm with you, right? Can. Haley's a lassie, no. She Hayley's is a lassie, aye. Right. <laughs> but, but, but I remember, right? I remember because I would see Haley's name, now I've met, I've met Haley. I would see her name on lineups and I'm like, that is a fucking belter of names. It's a lassie, very exotic. I almost, almost like a, a an exotic fruit that I just want to <laughs> bite into and say, wow, you know, Saver. that is just scrumptious. Mm-hmm. But then I kind of thought about the name a bit and I was like, Zalassi. Zalassi. Is a lassie. And then I thought, why did I ever think that was a real name? <laughs> it's Wait, not. It's, but it's not because it's a lassie. Like, it's why not, is it? Do you know? I don't know. Why is, I, think, I don't know what that's actually saying. Every boner like, come up. It's like Thompson or something. Or like, I think she stays, she stays in the corner for me. Is she? Uh, it's like Thompson or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's not as a lassie. Did she watch this, didn't she? Haley, tell us why. Tell us. Um, tell us why your name's Alassie. As you. Or maybe you can come on and tell us why your name's Alassie. Mm-hmm. Just love that. <laughs> yeah. No. Fantastic. But it's, it's been a pleasure getting because obviously we've known you for a while and we got to really dig deep. Mm-hmm. But I know that you like to go very deep, mate. I do. I. And maybe fry some things. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do a wee kind of. I don't want to call it a deep fried because we're not in space. It's like a half deep fried. I kind of. Aye. We're just going to get the portal open in time. No, nah, portal. The portal on Motherwell, it's broke down. There's, <laughs> a, there's six mechanics at it. The room, Aye, they'll get, they're working hard, they really are. But we're going to talk about something very interesting. Now, Miz, do, do you want to maybe tell us what you wanted to talk about today? Aye. So I always think we could talk about reincarnation. Oh. Might be interesting. And then what was the other thing that you were saying? That I actually said to you one time no, ages ago. Aye, what, the dancing plague? Aye. So, aye, so I never... We didn't. So what happened is you posted it once or something, uh, and so. I remember seeing it and going, "What the fuck <laughs> is this that? real? The <laughs> dancing plague? It was like fifteen, eighteen. So, Miz, you wanted to talk about the boy who lived before. Now, uh, what is this, mate? Tell so us about this. This is a wee guy called Cameron McCauley, right, from Glasgow. I think now he's about twenty, so born around like two thousand, two thousand two. But um, also known as the boy who lived before, right? So this wee guy. <clears throat> when he was growing up, when he hit two, he just started talking about his Barra family, his Barra, mom and dad. He said that he used to live in a, a white, a one-story white house in Barra, which is a wee mad Scottish island. Um, he used to watch the planes landing on the beach. He said that he used to, out his back garden, there was a wee gate, they'd go down and there was wee, like, rock pools that they'd play in. He said his Barra da, he had a name from him, his Barra da was Shane Robinson, <laughs> right? And, uh, and they used to have, like, a wee black and white sheepdog. And he's bar- he had a barra mum. His barra mum had long hair and she cut it and all that. And like this was his mom. Uh, I don't think he's, it's just his mom. Uh, she was like, I don't know where he's getting this for. Like we've never mentioned barra before. <laughs> Why would <them? laughs> uh, Like where have you ever seen barra on the telly? Mate, is barra uh, no, no, you said that like, planes landing on the beach. Is that not the only airport that's on a beach in aye. fucking U- the so UK? So how would he even know that? Uh, what I mean? So uh, it's like an hour flight from like the just the mainland or whatever. But um, I so this went on until he was like five, and then by the time he was hitting five, it was actually starting to like he was getting quite distressed by it. it was like greeting because he's like he wanted his barra mum to come pick him up for school and all that. So his mum was like, right, this can't go on. Like this is mental. So she went and to see a few different people. She went and see like a mad skeptic who basically said that like he must have seen this somewhere. He must have picked up the information for somewhere. Um, I, I, sorry, I've got a wee clip actually. So Aye, let's watch see, a wee bit. See if, see if you get it, Dave. You got it there at two minutes, Joe. Since Cameron first started to talk, he has described life as a child on Barra. 
a remote island in Scotland's Outer Hebrides. It's quite weird, do you guy? Ah, he's creeping me out already. I believe him already. You may say I that. lived in the White House with my mum and dad. And, White House? and my three brothers and sisters. <coughs> From the age of two, Cameron has been telling his family the same story. As he's grown older, the story hasn't changed. It's just become more detailed. Norma could not understand how Cameron knew about Barra, let alone have such clear memories of life on the island. It's mad, isn't it? That's why you admit. Now you can pause it there. Right, so she, so she ended up taking him a, a few different specialists. One skeptic who basically said that he's, he's probably picking, he must have picked this information up somewhere, like seen it on the TV or something. I or like, but like, I or like, I don't Barra, know. Barra, it's called like, Barra. Someone outside the family's told him this or something. Aye. Like, Aye. All the Man, cunt in the street, just like, yeah. Hey, one story house, we black and white dog. Give me a moment. He's going to be like describing the car and all that, the curly car, right? but it gets mental. So then he, she goes to another person that's like this guy who specialises in Wayne's past life, who like kind of entertains it a wee bit more and is like, he studies it. He's got like hundreds of mad shelves in his office, like full of cases. But, um, Mate, there was a mad, there was a mad study at like, um, it was a uni in America, like a college in America, and it was like, they said like, they started studying it, like as you say, had case files of like people, uh, and they said after like a year, they had something mad, like 52,000 reports of it uh, in America, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's insane, no, isn't it? I, it's no pure <coughs> uncommon. Do you, like, and do you know why, like in theory, like it's always kids? Aye. Because well, you're closer to your previous life. Aye. So aye, that guy, aye, that guy that studies them says that generally by like six, the memories kind of fade, and aye. then as they grow older, they, they don't really like remember it. Aye. But aye, so she goes to this guy who studies it, and they basically, well, when it gets to like guys, like, the guys like five, and he's starting to get quite distressed. And he's like, right, so we're going to have to go to Barra and like either like tell the truth or just put it to bed. And aye. like, so I they, they go to Barra. So then when they're flying over, it's the more that that guy and the son and his brother. And uh, they fly in, and as they're flying in, they realise they're actually landing on a beach. Like that's like, like what he said. That's what he's saying. Is that in that? Aye, aye, that's there's that, a wee clip there. Aye, 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 I'm sure it. the only reason I've heard of that is because it's the only like airport. That lands aye, so that's the, the only airport really, like, that's still getting used that where people land on a beach. <laughs> it's a hard man, bro. <laughs> what do you guys feel? I tell you, it was true. <laughs> Well, we smoke oh, that like, would be so scary for the ball, like, oh my god. Like, what's going on here, man? Yeah, good boy. Back again. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, I've been this how mad is that? Right, so that's that's like the first thing when they get there, like right, this this is either some mental coincidence, like the only airport in the UK or like the only airport is still getting used. Uh, so they go to the heritage centre and they, that's the guy who keeps like records of all the the people that own houses and that and they're like so they tell him about the the name Shane Robertson, it's like a wee white house on the beach on the north of the island where you can see the planes landing on the beach. And um they're like, no, there's no record of any Robinsons living here. So like, right, sound, fair does. So they go and they just do a wee tour of the island and they're driving about and they're like looking at White Houses and they're like, is that it? And the guys are like, no, no, no. And they, <clears throat> by the end of the day, they haven't found anything. So they're like, right, the only thing that's kind of matched up is the beach, the plane landing on the beach. They go to bed and they wake up the next day and the heritage 
sent her actually phones them all and it's like oh so we've actually found a house a white house on the edge of the island that looks onto the beach owned by a family called robinson <laughs> around the time that he's describing that is mental. He's even describing the time, I know. Uh, so I think they work out, like, with the... I don't know, they work out, it's oh, like... by the motor and by the... Stuff like that. Um, but I... So there was a, a, a wee white house owned by a family, Robinson, and the reason they couldn't find it is because they only keep records for people that live on the island, but this family lived in the mainland and they just owned that right. house as a holiday home. Aye. That's how they couldn't find it. So the maw on that, they don't tell the wee guy just to, like, not, to no influence him. And they drive him up the different road to this mad house, and when he gets there, he's just like pure goes chalk white and like pure. You know, he's he's like quite bubbly in that. Aye. He gets there and he's just like pure, just pure doesn't say a word. He's like pure, he gets pure emotional, starts greeting and all that. Okay. And, then, and the house is the house is the exact way that he's describing it. So it's like a one story house. Out the back, there's a wee gate that they used to call it the secret entrance. And uh, the wee gate leads down to wee rock pools at the beach and all that. And that's exactly what he was describing. That's mental, no, isn't no, it? when he went chalk white when he got there, I imagine it was because he was like, you know, I was actually talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a wee clip, I've got this wee clip there, yeah, I'm like getting to the house, look. Sure. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm playing Candy Crush, fuck off. I'm shouting yeah, myself. <laughs> I'm quite scared. I'm like you, do. I'm quite skeptical with stuff like this and all, but it's just interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's mad. It's just, it's just... What you've got to ask yourself is like, why? Okay. Why would he say it? Like, How would he know that there's a wee one-story white house on the island that looks over the beach with, you know, been with rock pools inside it and all that? And like, the name? What's madder about these, though? Like, see, usually chatty like, Cameron has become yeah. strange. To, like, we spoke about, like, look, once in Deep Fried, we spoke about the Russian alien boy, mind. And it was about, and he, just, and he described it as like, um, he lived on Mars, he was a Martian and there was a nuclear war years ago and it wiped everything out and all that. But he was like 12, I think. And <coughs> what he was describing was sci-fi. So he could have seen that in comic books and films and that. Right. Like who's ever seen that? see if he's seen Bar on the telly. Unless he's seen like some sort of pure home design show where they've like <laughs> spoke about like the, the layout of the house. Yeah. So he goes into the house there and he's like, oh, that's where the guy slept. That's where the lassie slept. Like, what did they actually go into the house? Ah, they go in and watch it. But unless he's seen a pure in-depth thing about like this specific house, how would he know how anything? Do you, but where would you just see that? Did they say what his job is or anything? Did they get in and tell him about his life? What, his past oh, life? Oh, like he said he, he didn't look left and right and he got run over apparently and he died. Oh, so he was young. There's a gate round there. They said that was a secret way. Called it the secret way under the house. He's just saying he's excited. That must be mental for the mob, well. but it's listening to this for like three, four years, and then. He's surprised and he's not sure how he's feeling either, to be honest. No wonder. Just mad, but isn't it? Like, how, how can you explain that? The only rational explanation is that someone has told him all this. <laughs> Aye, but. I think that's, but even, she, that's even more irrational to me than know, that incarnation. Also, also, what you need to think about is like, how would somebody that young retain that much exactly, information? I, like, when even if two, somebody just told them passing. When he was two. Unless it's a, someone in the family's feeding him it, but then that's just, just as you said, that's sense. more like impossible. Yeah, when he was two. And, uh, and the, the mom said that she like this is very rare when he'd be watching the telly and she's not there and she's not seen anything. And they said all in on it, man. Take on the telly. I don't know, man. It's just mental, isn't it? As soon as he starts greeting them by an iPad, 
He wasn't playing an iPad. He wasn't playing an iPad. He wasn't playing an iPad, mate. It was all. Pause it. Pause it. Old guy. No, because it wasn't old. That's not that. Like reincarnation isn't you're still that person. It's that you were that person and then you. So it's like your soul or something. His mom's asked him like how he got to be with her and he's he describes it of like he fell down a mad hole like he was in Barrett and then like fell down a mad hole and fell and he's currently but that's like a common thing that mad the, the mad child psychologist guy saying that that's very common like, what, like that feeling of that, like the, falling the feeling of bad, they, they say that they fell through into like our world or whatever well like, we were that's oh, mad mate, mate, they don't, the don't get me started on hot, don't get me <laughs> talking about the children of Woolpit mate you know about the children <laughs> I, 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 mate, mate like th that's that's mental it is weird, like, and as well. How would he know that? Stuff? Aye. There's a bit in all at the end where, like, she, so the Heritage Centre puts them in touch with, so that Robinson family, they've got, like, a like a niece or a nephew or something like that who lives in Scotland still, who would have been, they holidayed at that house at the time, around the time they were describing, and they go and um, meet the person and they ask about Shane Robertson. She says, no, but they had an uncle called Seamus. All oh, right. Which is quite close. Uh, but then mate, they but I can't remember what I did last I week. So, how, like, the wee guys uh, remembered Shame. was mental. Shame. And then, so she whips out photos and that, and there's like a wee black and white sheepdog in the photos, and there's the car that he's describing and all. How fried is that? On, oh, come on. That's got to be, mate. That's like. How weird is that? That's, as I say, I think it would be weirder to be like. Somebody's told Morris. I, like you're saying, it's less plausible that somebody's told him than actually. All this mad shit. Just the reincarnation the is a thing. The thing that or, makes... but maybe just people are latching onto the things that did match and forgetting all the stuff that didn't. So Aye. now when you're like looking back on it, it's like <laughs> if his story didn't change and all the things were up there, what what is the answer, mate? That guy would live in Barra. Aliens, I'm, aliens, a guy, aliens, man. I'm a guy yeah, that believes dating within about five seconds, right? Aye. I really watched this trying to unpick it. Uh, Hank, this wee guy's a obviously aye and I'm thinking yeah it's still a wee dick honestly watch it for thing it's mad there's a wee bit in the middle that talks about other cases of reincarnation that's heavy interesting man he died in his first life when he was young though so it's like what if he was a dog and then he was good he was a good dog and he got upgraded because they do say that it's like to get to get reincarnated you need to have good karma but karma like now people can't go down aye so let's see you can you can get demoted don't you What's the worst thing? What's the worst thing? Is it a slug jink? A cockroach, man. Cockroach stand on them. I believe they've got. They can't they can't die. Like, they mean, only, there's only only one way they can die and it's like getting stand, stand mate, see if you if you even if you chop their heads off, they live for a week with a heap down. They don't die because they can't take on water. Aye, that's it. They could they, aye. Aye, that's the only way they die because they can't take on water. Or if you just push somebody bits. But I a slug's definitely the worst thing to be. So. What would you? Like, there's a book by Franz Kafka called Metamorphosis, right? Sorry, get all highbrow and his voice, mm. right? Stick the eckies away for a bit, <laughs> right? We'll talk about Franz Kafka, right? So it's um, it's about this guy that wakes up and he's like a, he wakes up one day and he's a giant beetle, right? And it's a kind of sad philosophical story about him, like no being able to con like just obviously he's turned into a beetle it's fucked you know what uh, I mean? yeah fucked if you're but a beetle so, man so what like no, no a giant beetle right but like, like beetle. <laughs> <laughs> you know like it was George Harrison he woke up as uh, no. <laughs> so um, what's like the worst thing think, you could like be wake up and be in like turn into like say you were like you wake up the mora right and you wake up in the bed and you're a fly and Aaron's sitting there like what do you do to try and like get across but it but did I tell her all you can say is I'd probably busy right over there and just <laughs> get a double vodka. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I don't so know. Do you think it's a reincarnation, but it, 
if that is what's happening, then it, it means that there's like a finite amount of souls mm -hmm. just constantly know, changing. Know everybody what, gets what, Bitcoin or something. Uh, <laughs> I think a fly is a bad thing to be. You can fly. You live for a day. You can fly. I you also carry the in it and else. Nobody will fly and probably wear off. Mate, quite there's nothing. No, but there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in the world that's like, see if it's cold, what it does. It's a shite thing. A fly flies, mate, and that's I. I know what I mean? A ram just rams, mate. A, a dung beetle a fucked about with dung all day, you know what I mean? Like, what else is there? Anteater. It's named after what it eats, mate. What a boring eat animal. Anteaters? Either. <laughs> Big long tongue. that was in But see when, we, see when, like, we were talking to Miz about coming on and Miz is obviously a big fan, yeah? Big you know, fan, You know, want to be on a deep fried. So when you mentioned this, mate, I was like, I remember reading about something. Can I, can I read you? So we, mate, a mad story about reincarnation. A poem mate. about reincarnation. So this oh, is nice. a poem I've made by Franz Kafka. Can I? What video do you want? Sorry, are we finished? No, I'm just going to... finish with... I'm just going to... So let's put a stamp on it. That is 100% true. He's yeah. in. I'm I still half and half. I don't are know. You? I feel like the mob might have been in a position where she kind of needed money it. or something like that. But Single what is she mob? getting do with that? Did, well, they done a BBC documentary about it. Do she get do with that then, I? Do you, think, do you think the dough that they got for that would have been <laughs> worth all that? <laughs> That's I also not that There's so much easier things you can do for free grand or something. I also don't know if it would have been possible to get that wee guy so in on it aye. as a wee guy aye, like, aye. we guys are just like you just if, you, if he was taught all that shit he's a mad genius then mm. you could make money I off him being a mad genius I actually found him on Facebook already so that's not his actual name Callum McCauley there's a there's an old it's like Springburn he's and I looked there's an old article um, that's what I'm thinking is it? There's an old article and it's got his, a different setting name. And I was like, I wonder if Cal McCauley was a fake name for the program. So aye. I went on Facebook and I found him and he's more on that to see what he's like now. There's like, it's like one of those pure private Facebook, aye. so you can't really see it. Mate, Mom will get him on the podcast. Get him up, man. Mate, see if you're watching this, I know, like, I get a lot of messages. Cal, leave you off with Springburn or not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching the aye. boy who lived, that's Harry Potter, but the boy who lived before. Can't make me Yeah, get him on, man. He probably, on. see that, the boy that studies it says that they, they lose the, a lot of the memories that, like, are Six, so he probably can't remember it. Aye, uh, look, see if you, hold on, see if you forgot, forget it. Aye, right. <laughs> um, but I, I was wanting to just redo it because I remembered this one, which I, I thought was fucked. I feel like it's got the same. I don't think there's any. You get the article up for the trips, but um, so this has got the same amount of like believability, if that's a word, right? So <coughs> in 1957, Jacqueline and Joanna were killed in a car accident. The next year, they were reincarnated, right? So in, uh, in the small town of Hexham in England, 11-year-old Joanna Pollock and her younger sister, 6-year-old Jacqueline, were on their way to church with a friend Anthony when they were struck by an erratic driver. So it was this, this mad woman was like driving towards them and she just lost her wane or something and she tried to like overdose on pills and just went nuts. And she was out driving and she ended up just knocking these two wanes down, right? It's a shame, man. I know, it's horrible. It made headlines throughout Britain and shit, right? And then following the death of Joanna and Jacqueline, the girl's parents, John and Florence Pollock, were devastated. But when Florence later fell pregnant, John became convinced that the two girls were to be reborn into the family's twins. He was like a... They were devout Catholics, but he was like heavy into reincarnation. Like, right. That's a bit it's of a, Buddha, it's a Buddhist, a Buddhist thing, thing in it. But he was like, no, this shit happens. Like, definitely. And they nearly like, got divorced in that because Is this was, before his wins died? So he was always, he always he believed always in it, right but then after they died, he was like sound, because he was like, they're coming back anyway, you know, and the wife was pure like... <laughs> I wonder if they don't come back his life. Imagine just looking at the bodies like, oh, don't no, worry about sound. No, but he was, saying, right. he was saying to her, he was like, no, you're going to have twins, but 
Um, there were no history of twins in either of the parents' families. Florence's doctor predicted a single birth through like scans and shit. Oh, really? It was like there's one heartbeat, it's got to be one birth and that. Against all odds, however, Florence gave birth to twin girls on October the 4th, 1958. So that's only... How many years? See, that's that only one year after. When the twins were three months old, the family relocated to Whitley Bay, which is in the east of Hexham. As the girls got older, however, it became clear that Gillian and Jennifer seemed to remember Hexham in detail. So they moved away from the place. And the new oh, ones, right. the new fucking lassies, remember the full town in detail. When the family returned to Hexham, the girls were four. The twins pointed out and named landmarks that they hadn't seen in their lives before, such as the school Joanna and Jacqueline attended, the Hexham Abbey, and a playground their deceased sisters loved. Well, that's a bit weird. The pair, the pair even seemed to know what <coughs> uh, the way to the playground were even seeing it. They were going, we'll go out there and that. Like, oh, so, that's mad, man. Uh, yeah, mate. That's so, likewise, the twins were also able to identify their late sister's toys by name. Although Florence had stored, stored the late girl's toys out of sight, the twins started to ask for certain toys backed back in Ooh. fact it was almost as if the twins remembered the toys as their own they were able to name their toys by the names previously given to them and oh like the names I like that's pretty mental man uh, uh, they even divided the toys up exactly as their sisters had them so the ma had like their toys in like a box in the loft, the loft. and like got them out and were like like you can play with them and then oh where's the where's the skeletrix snap uh, like that's mine I used to call it robot this is the parents wanting that to be true this is why this is why I'm skeptical of this because the dad is like that's pure dad is like home and away reincarnation right no but wait wait for this right like they're going to remember the things they got right and forget the bits they got wrong because that's Aye. the narrative they're kind of uh, hoping for or I don't know if they hope for it but I don't know I'm a bit no, skeptical about this one I think the dad does make me feel that so the ma wasn't like that but the that was very much like that but um florence noticed that the twins had very very similar personalities while joanna was protective of her younger sister jillian seemed to be more mature than her twin sister who was born 10 minutes later blah blah, blah sort of shit parents also noted the <laughs> twins even enjoyed the same games and foods as their siblings for the first few of the twins life florence continued to reject john's suggestion that the pair had been reincarnated she was like mate shut up no got a clue what you're doing but Twins started talking about the car accident. Oh, Mate, it's getting tasty. Um, it's getting juicy, eh? On one occasion, Florence, the, the sceptical ma, overheard the girls playing a game where they recreated the sister's accident. Gillian was cradling Jennifer's head, telling her, that's the blood coming out your eyes. That's exactly where the car hit you. Because, like, there. Oh. Another occasion, Gillian pointed to Jennifer's butt. they don't seen any articles that are in about it? Fuck all. They must have. But they were four. That's where the blood was coming out your eyes, then. But another occasion, Gillian pointed to Jennifer's buff mark on her forehead and said, that's the mark Jennifer got when she fell in a bucket. So there was this story for, like, when they were younger, that the one of the OG birds, the OG lassies, fell in this mad pail. Like you're talking mm. about fell into that's what kind of reminded me of this as well. And um, she got like a scar on her head. Oh, the lassie had a buff mark, mate, the exact same place. Interestingly, the twins, uh, the twin girls also appeared to have a fear of cars in their younger years. The twins experienced recurring nightmares about being hit by a car. Gillian and Jennifer also regularly became frightened and anxious while near cars. <laughs> says cars so many times in this sentence <laughs> John recalled the girls grabbing onto each other terror shouting the car is coming to get us shortly after the twins turned five the memories of their past life slowly began to fade away and they went on to their normal lives while the twins lost their memories of the accident entirely Gillian later recalled experienced visions of herself playing in a sand pit at a home near Wickenham while Gillian had been 
never been to Wickenham. She was able to describe perfectly the house, the garden that matched the home that Joanna had once lived in with her parents at four years old. So when she reached that age, she started to remember shit for that age when she was younger. That is weird. That is weird. But what's pure fucked about it? Like, I had, there was other mad, like, I've seen other shit and it was talking about, like, it was, like, I read this thing that was saying, how weird is it when you get deja vu? Imagine getting deja vu of your full life. Oh, no. There's another one in that the Boy Life Before documentary, just a wee quick one. It talks about some guy in America, some wee guy that's like thought it was his own. I thought it was like a. There's one that thought it was his own grandma, but there's one that thought it was like a World War Two fighter pilot, and then he could yeah. like describe, like, but on the underbelly of a plane, like the technical terms and all, and like the, the, the what infantry flew for and all that, and like where he landed, and they pure checked up, and it was like an actual guy that lived and like died in a. Plane that, crash or something. That Weird, is man. what when I was looking up, that's what said. I think I sent it and it said that's the the most like empirical kind of version of this like right. history. I think like that one that we guy Fibara is quite like up there as t in terms of like just stuff that he's predicted that's so so obscure and it's so, so improbable that he has heard that or seen it anywhere I, else. Because it was like another unless wee guy, unless the Moz, I don't know. That's the only explanation mate, I can think of. There was another wee guy that was like ten and he was on Oprah Winfrey and I was saying like I sent it to you and said this one's heavy and unbelievable. We could watch this, but I'll just describe it. He was saying like. Um, don't know Oprah Winfrey and she's reading it he had drawn all this shit in school right but it was like a bird's eye view of a battleground and that and it was like the the civil war the civil guy. war do you not forget some <laughs> aye so it was the civil war and he was fighting for like the bad cunts or something aye but uh, aye so he was like drawing out this battlefield and he was gone and then I got shot in my wrist here my name was this not and he had all this info but it's like a well documented battle in the civil aye. war so like and he was like 11 so I'm just like the, see the ones and it's like that and even like the one that the boy could describe the plane like you get wee boys I mean Joe just Joe Joe blames all this on autism a lot like you're like the wee guy's just autistic yeah. like that's <laughs> like he blamed the Russian alien man he's like people have autism man and I was like can I just blame everything on, on the tism you but, don't just know everything if you've got autism I, you just like I, I must know he's got autism. That's what happened. That's worse. Sixty years ago. Aye, but like, see, see that, like that, <laughs> that, that could be, that could be like um, a wee guy that's obsessed with like the Aye. war and he knows it. Or like your one, like they could have read about that. But Aye, the like, one with Barra is like Barra so obscure because like I've never even heard of Barra before we started talking about this. So how the fuck would he have heard it? It's mental, isn't it? Especially like two year old and all. It's, it's like, like an hour flight away from school. Like, nobody knows about. And Barra. it's not like a well documented. It's not like even how like. I know that that's the only place where planes land on the beach. I know that's true. Unless somebody's told him. The fact that he's from Glasgow makes me no believe him. So he's <laughs> anywhere else. Get him on the podcast, <laughs> man. I mean, the fact he's from Springbones yeah. actually blew my mind. You don't think the, the twins are... They're, they're no concrete evidence nah. like the Barra boy, you know what I mean? But there's this... See if you didn't tell us the dad was into reincarnation before. I would have been that's there. A, that's a red flag I, for but me. I, I don't know. I, but, do you know what it was? It was the yin and yang of the man that drew me in. Do you know what I mean? Know okay. what it's like, but... It's like cunts up here. Yeah, I seen an alien came on fucking down there, fucking down there, landed, came in, and then they're like the gear tour of the house, and it's all alien shit. And you're like, Did you really? Are you sure? Crayons. They're sitting drawing a picture of an alien. Have you seen that? Oh, what is it? Luther is weird weekends or something with the guy who's like channels the alien voice for <laughs> oh, And he does the voice for It's wild, man. They would be good, like, watch alongs like, for Patreon, like, with, like weird weekends. The, the porn one and all that. Mate, there's one he does wrestling and it's like Aye. early 2000s and he'd go right. to this thing called the Power Plant, right? right? And it's like fucking this mad drill sergeant and he's making them all day press ups and like, right. he's whitey and all that. It's, it's the neo Nazi ones are mad. I don't know. You see the one 
he's at the, man, the guy's garage and the guy's like asking him if he's a Jew or not and he's like I'd prefer not to say I don't even think he is but he was just like he didn't want to pure panda at the guy so he was Aye. like I'd prefer not to say and the guy kept asking him and he had to leave because it was like it was like he was felt unsafe and Troops, sign that's up for that at um, patreon.com forward slash Riley's Gaff. That's www.patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Riley's Gaff. We were saying how weird it is saying like four W's. I, I don't think we that was on the podcast, was w, it? W, no. What, no. Is it four W's? Was it four W's? No, but you... but that, 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 this is what made me hinky it, right? I was just saying how unnatural it feels to say four W's, right? It feels weird, doesn't it? Does it get a wee weird feeling? I feel like there's something naughty. I feel like I need a shower after I say it. You know what I mean? I need a shower. The big W. The big W. I remember I was talking about this in a past life. That's my first ever memory, guys. And this is one for the history books to listen up. But I remember, man, I was at the big W with my mom. It was the year 2000. I bought a Perry Saturn wrestling figure. That's my first ever memory. Beautiful. Is it actually I? Yep, I Perry Saturn man. And Perry Saturn's actually going through a hard time, folks. He's he really is. He's he's dying, I think. Ah, Perry Saturn. Uh, but he's just given in the comments. I mean he's actually a go funny. And it's like because like what happens with these wrestlers is like see, especially in like early two thousands, they just fucked all their money and drugs and booze and all that and like new they don't wrestle they're like they can't do it and they've got all these injuries for uh, years ago that uh, their legs falling off and they need to get fucking because it was nearly care for like a uh, concussion no shit no, no back again, like obviously crazy, did you see mate. logan paul i know we're but she him wrestling it's heavy good wasn't he uh, i mean, seen, seen a tweet it was like logan paul has no business being this good at wrestling no, but it's like amateur wrestling. Like he, that, that would have been like the actual. That's like actual point point scoring. Uh, wrestling, <laughs> competitive wrestling. Aye, aye. Uh, but what were you going to So I'm going to show you. Aye, so the title is reincarnation <laughs> proof that a five year old boy, white boy, lived a past life as a black woman, right? Oh my god. Um, but aye, so he like he's dead cautious and that, and he always he calls things Pam. Like he would go, oh, "This is Pam," and all and then he end up being <laughs> like. Like call, You're saying all this far too casually. <laughs> he would just call things right, Pam. So, so like, see, like Pam. He, he used to like when he was heavy young, like the word they said was Pam. He would call his toys Pam, right. like Pamela or something, right? right? And then it, it, it got to a point where she was like, "He's a teaser trailer for him out in his name." <laughs> the mall was like, name. What, uh, "What? Who the fuck's Pam?" He was like, "Me, obviously." And then she, he ended up describing this other town. And describing like we'll go on here, but he describes like how he died and all that. It's actual fucked. I, I believe this one. Right, let's, it's only. But is there any way to verify his claims? Aye. Wait, I'll, I'll leave that. Aye. He's a bit <laughs> <team>, mate. <laughs> he, he's gonna say Pammy hangs me. Oh, nice. Parents will tell you kids say and do the darndest things. Oh. <laughs> to laugh and and call him an old man. Quirky and cute, says Erica Ruhlman, that her two-year-old son Luke seemed obsessed with safety in and around their suburban Cincinnati home. <laughs> Very cautious about... He's just a like, loser. That's what street, anything that might be hot or dangerous or high. <clears throat> and then there was that other fixation. Oh, dangerous and high, that's what they call it. I think why <laughs> I named Ladybug Pam, and he said, I, I just think it's a nice name. Soon, everything was Pam, with increasingly peculiar comments. He used to say when I was a girl, I had black hair. That's weird because I don't really call stuff like Chris. Like why is he calling Hings Pat? Because he's a wee boy. I guess. <laughs> You're like a man. Chris. <laughs> I was like, who is Pam? You know, out of frustration. And that's when he turned to me and looked at me and said, well, I was. And I was like, what do you mean you were? And he was like, well, I used to be. 
but I died and I went up to heaven. I saw God and then eventually God pushed me back down and when I Seen woke palm. up I was a baby. <laughs> there you go. Palm now she was off. really confused. She called me and said, you know, something weird is going on. He's Erica's mom, Lisa Trump, remembered Some a book Trump. she read in no, the 70s that part by Donald the late Dr. Ian Stevenson, who clinically studied past life claims. We started to realize that perhaps we did actually have something there. But with a terrifying twist. So I decided to go ahead and ask him further, do you remember how you died? And he looked right at me and said, well, yeah, it was a fire. And at that point, he made like a motion with his hand, like he was jumping off of a building. A tall building in a big city where Luke said he walked a lot and took the train. I was like, you sure it's Chicago? He said, yes, I remember it was Chicago, it was Chicago. Erica plugged the information into the internet. Plugged the information into the internet. That's so, such a real The Paxton Hotel, a residential building in a predominantly African-American Chicago neighborhood. You know, just asked him, I was very casual yeah. about it, like, Lukey, what color was Pam's skin? And he just looked right up at me like, Duh, black. In March 1993, a massive fire raced through the property, trapping most residents. Nineteen died, including a woman in her 30s named Pamela. No chance. Robinson, Robinson, Robinson. She was Robinson's Wait a minute. How did they find this building? Pause, pause, pause. How did they find that building? Did she plug that in the internet? Fire. What, Chicago fire? Chicago. There was probably eight fires. I know, there was probably eight fires that week in Chicago. Aye, but like, I thought, just keep watching it. Don't miss Don't pick holes in it. While working with the documentary show Ghost Inside My Child on the Lifetime Movie Network. She's getting that pee. She's getting that ghost pee. Erica and Luke's dad decided to put the now five-year-old to the test. I had found a picture of Pam and we had put it on a sheet of paper mm. with a bunch of fake pictures. But I remember when this one was taken and he pointed to the correct one. Oh. It's still Pam. <laughs> I just wrapped my head around it. I, I couldn't sleep. I thought about it constantly. They say immediately their thoughts turned to Pam's family still in Chicago. A guy with a moustache and all that, then a guy, a builder, <laughs> <laughs> and one black woman. <laughs> Imagine you just lost your wife or something, and then like some wee guy was claiming he was her. Aye. I need to try to get after you. What are you up to, mate? I swear it's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is my wife. Can you excuse all the pedos out there, man? Pedos, listen up. <laughs> this is my wife here. No, like, you don't understand, officer. <laughs> like, this used to be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pam. <laughs> we guy called Robert Sarpa. <laughs> <laughs> Luke oh. let her go. It's like he got it all out, he was finished, and he had nothing more to say about it. What, when? When he had sex? Sex, Classic. That's the classic oh, See, that's something I don't get at all. Why is, like, see if it is all the shit and the moors in it and on it, or they're getting fed this information? Why is there, like, mad similarities? Why did they all say they fell through, or why does it... Why did but maybe that's like a real height, like that's but why do, why does it always fade when they have five sex? Why because because they're, they're too far away for like when Aye, they used so, to be that. So, mm, so their memory actually, like it's like the way like you can remember something that happened five years ago more vividly than you can remember two years ago when you were two, two right? Or three or four, two weeks ago. <laughs> so the fact that that happens like no, with all the stories, it, it kind of shows like, it's not like there's a big guy, you know, like, I think Russian alien boy, Still says like, aye, this he's an alien, but twenty six or something he is now, man. He's still <laughs> shouting about that, not I mean. But anyway, trips on the subject of reincarnation. Now, 
I want to ask you before I do this survey, guys, do, do any of you think you've had a past life? Can't remember. <laughs> no, no. I pro- look, probably. I pro- most likely. I don't know if I believe it or no, but... No, but if it's a hang... Sorry, just before you go into it, if it's a hang... No, but if it's a hang, it happens to every cunt. You're going to lose by believing it, do you? No, but, like, it's not that it only happens to these cunts. If it's a hang, it happens to every cunt, and they're the only ones that remember it. You know what I mean? Aye. Or maybe it doesn't happen to certain people. I I don't hang out. That just wouldn't be fair. (laughs) Life's not fair, babe. No, life isn't fair. But, troops, let's see if, you know, we have any of these things. So, apparently, scientists say... There are um, nine unbelievable sides that you have lived a past life. So, number one, I, <laughs> you have recurring dreams. So while there are, there can be many explanations for your dreams, if you are experiencing a specific re- recurring dream, it may be your subconscious way of revealing a past life. Mate. Do you use it? Have you had that? Do you, do, you, <laughs> do you know what? Me and my sister used to have the same recurring dream and we had it in the same nights. And that and it was always like this the exact same dream and we would both wake up and be like, well, like it was a mad nightmare mate tell us it was about a mad nightmare about like a big tell us about it Jimmy it was like a big <laughs> <laughs> no but it was like we were playing football out in the back garden and then everything all started going all fucked and a big, big mad snake came out and like it was like no like the jungle book snake Maybe with mad eyes a hamster in a past life and got eaten by a snake uh, mate could have been but my sister as well at the same time which is fucked but I, on, I only have recurring dreams <laughs> You like, only have I, like, I never have a one after him. Surely have to start some sometime. Aye, <laughs> the day, but then, <clears throat> then it recurs. It turns into a series. Right. Know what I mean? Aye, so so yeah. I'd be past the first question. What's right. Right. Have you? Aye, 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 I have recurring dreams, aye. Right. What, what, one? I don't know, just like... Big snake, aye. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got... Aye, so we have all... I've got a reoccurring... Very serious. I've got a reoccurring... This is like an Amy or something. I'm Joseph and I have reoccurring dreams. Right, let the boy talk. Let the boy talk. I've got one where uh, it reoccurs and I pish myself in my dream and I'm just pish myself in real life. <laughs> I've got a reoccurring pish. The new? Have you ever thought you were in a swimming pool or something or in the sea in a dream and you try and pish in the pool or pish in the sea? I don't pish in the pool. I just did that when I was younger, man. Jamie's not at this stage series yet. No, no, no. I've not had that one yet. Yeah. I must be a spin-off of one of mine. <laughs> no, it's a weird one. I always have, right, this is very odd, but I always have this um, dream that I'm like at um, like low level at central, right? But it's no, it's a, it's a, <laughs> and it just ends there. It's horrible, mate. I just wake up. Like, um, no, but it's like the exact same like colour scheme and all that. But it's no the same station, right? It's like laid out differently. And I got on this train, and then I go, and it's like it's like goes to like Wigan or something, mate. It's just like it always happens. But I don't know how my brain is like restructured my memory at low like low level. But it looks it looks like. A, a platform that I've not been to, Aye. but did they know? Used to did they know? Say like, there's a bad bit of central that's Aye, like the, past the t- tunnel. It's like an old it, platform. Ooh. You ever, you ever been in central and seen them cutting about with the high vis on? There's like normal partners with high vis on. That's what they're doing. The, the tour of the tunnel. Oh, is it? Aye. Seeing your dreams that you never, um, you can't like dream something you've no seen in Aye. your real life. So all the faces in your dream. Wait, there's a guy, but there's a guy right who's like apparently. Nobody's seen him before, but have it, you seen this man? no, but it's like no, but it's like um, it's like a guy's face that everybody describes that nobody's actually ever met him. Do you know what I'm talking aye, about? Aye, aye, that's a mad thing. It's like uh, have it's you a mad, like, looks a wee monkey kind of aye, face. Aye, 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 aye. Is that from people's dreams? Aye. People say that they see that guy, but they've uh, never met mate, him. I got into a mad rabbit hole of these TikToks, and it was something I'll, I'll need to. 
I will need to kind of find that again, but it was like somebody described like the the hooded woman or something, and it was like it was a hashtag <laughs> hooded woman, and I was like, what's this? And I went in this rabbit hole like woman in hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> no, like TikToks are like like where millions of likes and that are people going, oh, the hooded woman was in my dream again last night, and it's like my drawing. TikToks like, fried, man. This pure like. Uh, like scary looking woman in a corner of a room and apparently it's just a mad cunt Common. in the eye like comes, turns up in people's Common. dreams. Do you ever get paralysis, David? I felt like, um, I, I, do you know what, I, I didn't get it. Sp- no, I did, I, I remember it was like a... A sort of like woman? A, it, was, it, was a, it was like a goblin. It was like a wee goblin. But I didn't, in your chest or something? No, no. That's, I, that's I, Chris McQueen's story, that I, one. No, but that happens I know, I'm saying they sit in your chest. No, oh, does that hang, aye? But um, when I got it, I felt, I felt this... So I was lying on my side and I remember this, like I could feel like something was behind me, but I, I couldn't feel like a body. And um, But then I rubbed it and I felt the hairy leg and I was like, dad, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, um, I, I could, I felt, I could feel something. Now that way, like I could be looking here, right? But if you're looking at me, I can't see you, but I feel you're looking at me. It's like that feeling of like, mm. I feel like somebody's behind me the now and you can't turn around and see. Aye, that fucking sleep paralysis is mental, man. See that, that, that feeling? I was actually thinking about that the other day. See when you're driving and you just go that and just look at the motor and lefty, and as soon as you do that, that person just looks at you. It's like it's <laughs> such a weird thing that I've actually like a, noticed a that feeling that you just doesn't doesn't make sense why you know. Sixth sense. Mm. Oh, you can tell it. someone's looking at you in that. Aye, it always happens to me. Motors. I'm just driving. I just go that. But do you think that day? they are just thinking the exact same thing? Like, oh, that that can't just look. No, but I don't But then, how many times does that happen that you don't lock eyes and you just forget about it and you remember? the ones that you selected uh, memory in it the mm. same as the what is it positive something some positive affirmation affirmation, affirmation. <laughs> the second one guys let me talk about this you experienced deja vu aye so I think everybody's experienced I think everyone that. gets deja vu do aye. you just feel like, uneasy with that like, that makes me feel a it's, bit it's a very weird it's feeling isn't it man to try to, like, keep it going, <laughs> you're such a weird guy <laughs> I want you to know exactly well, that's his next fix man <laughs> I just feel good in and out of rooms trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> deja vu there, troops, if you're looking. Grams. Grams of deja Joe, get it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just wears half fat, come on. Yeah, um, he pull I, up and then go in the block and pull up again. Black Audi, bro. <laughs> um, no, but I think everybody's experienced that. I think, I think deja vu is like, it's just remembering, because I get it with like, I, it's a very, it's like an unexplainable thing. Really. Is, I, I, I think it's just remembering some things about your environment. Like, mm-hmm. see if you sit down at a table or something, like, and just the perfect angle of the table is the exact aye. same way that you remember aye. sitting at a different else, table, aye. and it just triggers a wee thing in your brain or something. Aye. Do you know another thing that's kind of full circle? Yeah, it's another French saying that we say all the Deja time. Deja vu, Oh, aye, it is. Like East Laron. Mate, do you know that's so funny because like I can <laughs> see exactly why he's done that. Right. So even like Laron, man. what other ones could you get like what about like six and a half a dozen? Cause six and a half a dozen. Six and a half a dozen. Six and a half. so the third one there's hey there's more, baby. You remember past events you weren't present for? Nah. Uh. Like what? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, I remember old Angie's, old Angie's 50th. No, you know, yeah, you surely that's a telltale sign of a past life. Like. Aye, cause I was thinking, mate, see, <laughs> talk about that, right? see my wee great granny Meek, right? I love her with all my heart. I went, Is she watching? Day, she will be. No, <laughs> no she's not, but she's like 95 or something, right? I was in her house all day, but she's got like this big picture in the living room, right? And it's got like 
my full family on it, right? Like, right. my full family. And I was like, when were we all there? There's, like, 50 people in this picture. <laughs> and I was like, that's not... And then I looked, and, like, people's faces are different colours and that. So it was, like, oh, four, like, mo- it was, like five people in the middle, but then she's, like, she's got somebody to edit everybody in like that. <laughs> no, that made for other pictures. But I, I was talking to her, and I was going, like, what's this? And I, like, talked away, and she pointed to a picture, like, me, my dad, and I just done, that's me and the girls at the bowling. Aye, <laughs> 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 right, so that's just right. <laughs> shout, shout out to Jamie's great, great granny Meek. Meek, aye. Shout out, man. Shout out. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> Sorry, I, li- I said that then licked my lips as well, which is <laughs> even worse. I'm really sorry, great shout granny Meek. Um, you you have irrational fears and phobias. So oh, man, people man. people believe this is like so like say I'm scared of like say I'm sc- really scared of spiders in particular like you are irrational. I, I mean it is when you think about it, but they're quite like, like you don't want one crawling over. But the thing aye. is right that I think that's like more like your aunt, one of your ancestors or something. And it's in your DNA been passed through and you've got because like what I feel like why like, so why spiders could, a weird one because like I'm I'm like having no scared of spiders at all. I could pick them up and all that. Me and you're scared of the same thing drowning. Pigeons, drowning. pigeons, and drowning. Jink, we were drowned by a pigeon in a fast lane. But who? Maybe you were a pigeon who drowned. But this is, this is my point about drowning. Who is like, seems alright to me. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. Like that's, that's, that's like not an irrational fear. That's a rational fear. Anyone wants no, to drown? When am I gonna drown? Uh, apparently, uh, drowning is. Uh, I, I don't know how you know on. this. I don't know if you spoke to people who have drowned to death or But apparently, that's quite um, peaceful drowning. Aye. Because you're like burnt alive. Is I do not believe the you. One. No, because apparently, like you, you've like faint before you actually I die or whatever so you don't I think I've nearly been there like see that faint before you die kind of thing I think I've nearly been there like I can I've got, I just had deja vu when like being in a pool it. and like having to get up quick enough well, for this life or a pastor it must have been a pastor see, I, well I used to have this dream that I was in um, um, the lifestyle up at um, the old campus lang the old fucking uh, the community centre no the no community centre the, the the you know Sports. what I mean like the leisure centre the leisure centre uh, so I was up there in the swimming pool having a great time and like now they get the mad there's like no, they don't even use them. There was like now there's like covers you put in a pool, but like aye. it's a big plastic <coughs> one. Do, do, do you actually get that? Or is this just in my dream? Solid plastic. Aye, aye, solid plastic. Right, so I would be in the pool, and then they would start shutting the pool with this massive aye. like lid that's like the size of the pool. So you'd like look up, and it was just coming at you. Do you know what I mean? It was just falling on you, and then I, that. But I've had that, but I don't know if that's because I'm scared I, of drowning. Is that why you've got a fear of drowning, or is it from? I don't know if it's that's. Because, like, your brain's obviously just blotting out mad random shite, so it's like, what are you scared of? I fuck it, fuck that, I dream, stick out on the night. <laughs> so I think it's more that. Um, I, I, I always had one where, the way you described that there, where, like, uh, tsunamis, that was always when I was a wee guy, I was pure shit scared of tsunamis. There was hundreds of shit that I used to see that I used to hang on me. No, no, I'm not saying it's irrational, but I'm saying that when I was younger, I used to think things were more prominent in life. Mm. Like, now that hang, like, quicksand and that. <laughs> and there was, like, another one, like, eh. Uh, Hang, big, big massive magnets picking up motors. I thought that was just a mad <laughs> thing that happened all the time. Jake, so one day you've just like walked down the streets so and just be like, ah, yep, no, gone. But I, I one like, time I parked my motor outside uh, the city chambers and then went, me and Kate came to a gig or something, or we went out, went back to get it on a Sunday and it'd been moved. 
Uh, nah, I it's stolen. <laughs> no, but I phoned up the uh, post. And I was like, "Here, I packed my car outside the chambers, and it's gone." I think there was like something on, and they moved it, and they were like, "It's been impounded." But in my head, I thought that was like, you know, when you see like <laughs> crush motors up, they crush motors in a wee cube, <laughs> and I was like fucking freaking out. I thought my car had been crushed in a wee cube. That's the big magnet I'm talking about. It lifts mm. it up and puts it, puts in it into the thing. The big can crush. Turns out it was just in a fucking Palmer car park, and I had to pay like two hundred quid to get it back. I had to do that all day, and all. A joke, man. So. I but is there things you're scared of that don't make sense? Like, why would you be scared of them? I don't think I've ever got it. Well, I don't really like like spiders and that, but that's um, scared of letting down my peers. Scared mm. of failure. <laughs> scared of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I follow this guy, right? The funniest thing ever. It's like, can you p- go on TikTok, right? Just tr- we'll try and find it quickly. If you can't find it soon, I'll find it. I'll do you know what? I'll link you some of them, right? Because there's this guy on TikTok, right? Who's called it's like career career vids, right? And he does these job interview videos, right? And it's like, um, it's like what not to answer at an interview, but it's like him saying pure honest shit. It's like, no, like, <clears throat> but he, he's, he's been a hundred percent serious. He's like, uh, this is his business. He's like, he teaches people how to pass their interviews, oh, but yeah. it's like, do you know who I'm talking about? Aye. So I mean, he's like bald. So it's like three mistakes everyone makes, but it's like, now you get told to like, now people tell you to, so say, say, say somebody said like what's your biggest weakness like aye. the stereotypical answer is like um, Tries too hard aye, like, I'm, I want, <laughs> aye, aye. so like it, all these things are like that but people just slate them in the comments because it's so like so robotic I try try get one up there's one with 5.8 million it says like interview fail why is there a gap in your employment so don't say this why is there a gap in your employment history oh yes the gap in my employment that was, to be honest with you, I just went travelling with my mates. We had a brilliant time. I went to Australia. Oh, that's not what you meant to say. I went to Australia. You should be able to go travelling with your pals, Foxy. On those months of travelling with really fond memories, we, we had a fantastic time. <laughs> don't say that, he's saying. He's like, no, don't, don't like, tell them uh, like you went travelling on that. Like, you need to. Don't, uh, t- don't tell them you've got world experience. Right, basically, he's like... Oh, what a pointless video, man. Hey, is he getting an actor in for that, Jake? Mate, women? Aye, it's like a full stage thing, mate, and like, that's his career. It's just like, and it's like him like saying like, "Oh, what's your biggest flaws?" And it's just, but it's like basically he thinks in his head like, "No, don't be a real human. Like, aye. you need to be a, you need to give these robotic answers." And everybody's like, "What Why? you meant to say?" But yeah, I can't put employment history. Like, I, I was know. studying for a year. Aye, uh, I know. Books. Fuck knows. But we've got a few more of these to run through. The gyro pays me on minimum wage. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You make you you experience mysterious pains. Mysterious oh. pains. Here I get this weird pain in my chest. I don't know. I get that when you breathe, it feels like when you breathe in, as your lungs get bigger, it gets sore and sore till it has a point and it does like a wee click and it goes away. Oh, no. You ever get that? No. No, but no. But, but do you know but what I get? Mean? <laughs> no, do you know what I get? I sometimes feel like I need to get I'm I need to pure catch a breath. Like I sometimes feel like I need to go. And like get to a point where it's like done. Uh, know what I mean? Like it could, it could be a similar. Do you thing. ever think about like the the process of swallowing your saliva and then can't, you can't do it? You ever done that? It's so like you, it's, it gets harder when you actually start thinking about having to do it. It's because you've swallowed some of it, but so you've not got that much in your mouth. No, but but the next time <laughs> you, you go to do it, you'll hit, you'll go to do it and like be like, oh, it's because it's something you do without I never mean, thinking you about it. Your tongue and your nose and all that. Like, you, you do you just know what's your nose and then. No, it's my thing that your tongue is never at rest. It's just always like pure floating around. Really? <laughs> it's never just like sitting comfy, man. Uh, it's never just right, chilling. It's comfy, feeling weird as fuck. Should they have a podcast <laughs> like that? 
this is the Tongue for Tongues podcast. <laughs> this is a girl tongue of this podcast. <laughs> so, mysterious Aye. pains. I know. I get sometimes like when I'm breathing, and I sore collarbone. Mm. Oh, very odd. I don't get anything like this. I don't get anything no. mysterious. I only get. This might be your first. You might be. A, this might be your um, what, life Hold on. Yeah. What about your discoloured balls? In fact, that's not a pain actually. No, it's, they feel good. <laughs> 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 they feel great. We've never been built. <laughs> so, mm, you recognise someone as a soul, mate. I be so, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, how can you even answer? Like, there's no like a, aye, 100%. Aye, mm-hmm. got to have a console. Aye. Nah, but skip that. Like, I think this might be my first life, to be honest. I no, uh, but... I don't know, guys. I don't know. I am no, I've never, no. ever felt like I've had a past life. What about cunts no, that are either. pure? What about cunts that are pure amazing at, like, one thing? What about if Stephen Hawking was a past life and he was, like, always doing that like astronomy shit and that and mm. always doing maths and always that and it's like you go to a point that he's that good at it do you know what I mean they, what about like not how if you no, they had to keep him on earth to keep doing it I, I mean, you're too good yeah, you're going nowhere if you're staying here like, like they said like God sent me back down you know mm-hmm. what I mean like, went up seeing God he was like no yet back down it's a dream innit it's a dream to, <laughs> get, to get an hour shot instead of being up there jink, jink, do you think that's what happens jink, you go to God and he goes you're a, you are a, a strong Catholic. You're a very strong Catholic man with strong beliefs of heaven and hell. <laughs> no, but what do you think? Do you think that is it? You go up. He goes right. You've done this much good shit. This much bad shit. You go there for the yeah, bad. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it could be. It's like I've been watching a program called The Good Place. Have you ever seen that? No. Thing no. on Netflix. Aye, it's decent, mate. It's I quite can good. See the picture there. Aye, it's, it's, it's good, mate. It's like it's it's like this kind of thing about heaven and hell but it's called the good place and the bad place and it's all point scoring and it's kind of about this thing that has been it's like this guy's trying to like revolutionise it because he's like we've been doing this for a billion years now like we need to Aye. do something different here do you know Aye. what I mean and like they've got architects who create worlds and create heavens and all that and all this kind of shit but see when I was watching that I was like can he be that like mechanically just see because the world's so like diverse now and all in that show it kind of shows like that if you've bought m- milk if you've bought almond milk, that's bad for crops, so that that's a bad point and all that. Aye. Like mad. But then it's a good point because you're not using dairy in that. Aye, but then it was saying like the, the reason the world's so complicated. I don't know if you wear like a night t-shirt. They've got sweatshops. That's like hundreds of points off. But it's like the way the world's set up isn't suited for that old system anymore. Oh, like, just pure stuff is like binary, good or bad. Exactly. But that, you like things being good or bad is like your opinion on it. Like Obviously, it might be good for you, but but it's good for you because you got that t-shirt. But it's bad for them having to make it. So there's no way I really like life's like grey and it. it's no like you can't be like that's good, that's bad. That's why I don't believe. Maybe you can, they just whack in the first body that's available. As far as good way, keep it like, going, keep it going, man. It's just like really, aye. Talking about as well like pure clever people that are heavy masters of shit like see like philosophically speaking like morality is near thing it's like it, it, it changes for like even see see if you imagine like it changes for town to town like some places things are all right so then like think about like across the world and they're people and they're like living life the same as you are they're just humans so like if it's not like a universal <coughs> one yeah. like thing is good and bad then, then it can't be a thing do you know maybe what I mean? that's why that there's only certain humans that can remember past lives see if they do just put you in like the, f- the first one that's available there's more animals that die than humans so Aye. just like there, there only is a small percentage of humans that end up 
coming back as humans because maybe because there's so many dead animals maybe it's like all life on earth maybe you come back as like a plant or something you aye, can aye, do it could be as like so there's only a small percentage maybe, maybe, that come maybe back maybe they start as a mad single-celled organism and then like just keeps writing up like aye, call of duty or, or something like, just like aye you'll just keep up or down it's just random maybe. Aye, could be random i think you're because like, you were saying it can be like basically which one cause... before human if humans are top dog dogs i like a house pet i think aye dogs and cats that and it what about like a uh, no. Maybe I'll others. Might be above you. Uh, I reckon. Do you think they're like looking down on us a bit, owls? Aye, they're uh, fucking arseholes. They're quite snide, owls. Uh, and they are quite. We'll sleep during the day and just hang about. They've done their head full 360 and all. I don't know why they do that. Because right. their eyes are too big to move about. How oh, is it? That? So they need to move their head. Their eyes and their skulls too big to like move like that. So they need to move their head right now. What animal do you maybe would you say you trust the least? Jellyfish. Snakes. <laughs> I look at snakes everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I look in the eyes of um, a seagull and I think, wow, seagulls. that's a stone cold killer. Let me tell you about the gulls, right? Now, I've been through it with the gulls. My good girlfriend, Erin, <laughs> um, has been through it with the gulls recently and the, and the crows. What is happening is there's a bit where I stay where a, a seagull must have a nest, mm -hmm. right? And th this season is like nesting season, right? Like summer, sort of. Like so, the Ibiza season. Aye, this is like when it's gone <laughs> off, man. Everybody's nesting. And there's a nest on this like church that's just in the road for us, right? So Erin walked by this one day, right? Coming back for work, like coming back the way she had... Uh, her airpods in and she said she just felt like she thought uh, 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 she was like I thought a wee guy like drove by and his bike and just done that just slapped me in the back of the head right oh. it felt that she was like what the fuck was that and she took her airpods out and she looked up and there was a seagull on her head right petting her head right and she was like what the fuck and it chased her down the road right the same thing happened to her like two days later mate and she every time we see them she's like they like know that they know it's me uh, do you know yeah. what I mean like, she thinks like the, like she thinks like, oh they're, they're coming for me again like as if they're like that's her house let's get her boys but she, so what she she's been searching this right I'm like why is there so many seagulls and crows about mm -hmm. apparently it's because we are fishing so much of their natural food that need, they, they need to move in, inland to like fight with us for food so oh, they're getting more aggressive I seen a video on Twitter yesterday and it was a uh, I'm an American football player bowling and just as he bowls a pigeon or some sort of bird comes right in front of the ball and it just like a big puff of, ah, fl oh, puff the of feathers it's mental or something, <laughs> or something. mate see you're saying about the crows and just the birds recognising Erin mate that's a mad thing that like there was like I always I pure remember this story for pure ages ago that like this wee lassie used to like leave stuff for like crows like leave food or whatever but then they were like outside a window and she'd go and she'd like leave them stuff and that and then one day like they came back with like a wee bit of tinfoil and like the crow came back and it was like she showed this mad box mate it was like that size and it just had all this mad like daft shit in it bottle lids uh, like spoons like and all that and it was like as if the crows were going out and going oh, i better get her something <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's keep dressing oh, i better get her something <laughs> i'm going back for food i feel bad no i mean there are these spoon i'll get her at. she likes get spoons there's a bit of tinfoil <laughs> like I'll a tiny square of tinfoil i know but crows are good cunts are they not do you think that's just because of like films and that or do you think people would you think crows didn't like crows before like the film the crows or whatever i think oh, the crows i yeah, 
Birds birds are fucking dinosaurs. But the film must have been made for a reason, so they must have not liked crows before. Aye. Aye. No, crows are like mad clever cunts. Like they put like nuts out on like zebra crossings when there's people crossing. Aye. So that so that they can go (laughs) like they can go and put it down, and then they walk back, and then motors will drive over them. Or to crush it. And then when the lights go again, they can go back in and pick them back up. I've heard that crows are like amazingly smart. Like the only reason that they're prey is just because of their body size you know yeah. what i mean like if they had the same size as like fucking a, I, they would be like top dogs because of how smart they are i was thinking about that would you think like see if like everything was the same weight see everything was like 15 stone pound for pound i would you think would i think a spider would be the most like not to be fucked with a 15 stone tiger <laughs> versus a spider spiders winning that 100 i know what i mean big fangs and all that like <coughs> uh it's really hard to picture a, si- a spider. A spider that size? Uh, I so I, I, I can know picture it. Harry Potter on that, isn't it? Have you ever seen the, 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 the massive bat? Have you seen the oh, Asian mate. bat? Mate, get that! <laughs> this up. is a good way to end this. This no, is no, no. horrendous, bro. What's it called? It's called a fruit bat? Aye, the Asian... I've taken a huge bat, it'll come up. Mate, this is... The big baseball bat? His wings in that? Louisiana. Louisiana slugger. Wait. Add wings in that. Aye. Oh, I'm excited, man. Mate, it's... Isn't that oh No, mate, there's God. a picture of it next to a guy, mate. Aye, that's Get... it next to washing and that, but... Is that it? Yeah? Oh, my Look God. That. Mate, there's a, there's a scarier picture, mate. That's, that's the one I don't that's like. That's a human no. Next to the water bike. That mate, one, that's that, the that, maddest picture. There's, there's a sca- No, there's a worse one, Is that one, real, that one that's hanging by its feet? Aye, mate. The guy? That. With the white... Oh. The guy with... That one, Joe. Let me see it. I'll get it up later if you want. Zoom in. Let me see it. Mate, look at that. Zoom in. Take that and zoom in on that bat, mate. Look at, like, it's got pure a beard and all. It's got a goatee. Has it got a bobby? Has it got a bobby? Aye. It's still got boys. It's mate. There we go. That's like his shins to his shoulders. I know, mate. That's insane. That's like a guy, like, wearing a suit. Mate, I think the. Have you seen look at his head, the man, funny brown head. Oh. Mate, I think the faces are actually alright, but the little wee foxes, look. Oh, Jamie, get that to fuck, mate. <laughs> They're alright. That's an alright wee face. Man. But that's a wee cutie pie, bro. <laughs> that's no, that a wee darling, man. <laughs> Wait, that mate, it's a wee darling. It's a wee darling, that thing, man. Many beers you had, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't have. Fucking hell. This is crossed with a moose or something. That's the one I remember seeing. Absolutely. Imagine you walked up like you were in like going camp or something, your pals, and that was just sitting. Mate, no, when you, <laughs> what? No, what? when you see something that's like <laughs> with buzz it and that, what I can. <laughs> now when you see like a moth that's like that size, I know. Like, know how things that are just too big, they're like something uh, like King Kong and that. Aye. Like, mate, did you ever play the King Kong game for PS2? Mm-mm. Oh, mate, did you play that? Mate, there was like big centipedes that were like bigger than like building, like trains going through things and all that. And that's what that pure reminds me of. I see when you see like, because I live in Australia and obviously you see big spiders like that. Aye, that is just, just like stuff that's like, stuff that's supposed to be a certain size and it's bigger. I than think that's that why the bats see crabs in that. The big fucking oh, hanging June. How freaky was I've that? I've not seen that. I've not seen that. Basically, just like a big massive worm, like the size of <laughs> like half a cinema world. There's <laughs> <laughs> a big furry teeth in that, it's terrifying. Aye, that furry mate, teeth, mate. There's really? a movie called, have you ever seen the movie Slither? Do you know what that uh, is? Have you seen that with the wee pink kings? It's like this mad infection of, let's not get into it, Trips, honestly. Not. We're going to go down a fucking rabbit hole here. I, know, I, was about to, I was about to ask, like, we could be here all night, I was about to ask, make your perfect animal up. But we'll, <laughs> animals, but we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll, we'll do that next time. <laughs> like fighting or something. <laughs>
Det kan jeg ikke. Kan jeg ikke Synes der kan jeg ikke Det er perfekt for jer. <laughs> but look, I think we'll end it here, right, troops? Mm-hmm. But obviously we could talk for hours. So I say we get Miz back on for to be to fried? be the first Aye. guest in a deep fried. Let's do that. He's got the credentials. And mm-hmm. and maybe we could rank like animals. We could be. We think we could beat up if they were the same sizes or something. Is that? I don't want like some other man fried shit that I can come back. And, when we'll, and we'll get the spacesuits on, baby. But you mate, up on my home planet. Aye, <laughs> I fly the fly the ship over. But mate, thank you so much for coming no on. Worries, it's been a pleasure. fucking cheers, bro. Absolutely. I'm a big, big fan, so it's been good to come. Oh, it's, it's, been, it's been a delight, man. Um, trips. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, leave a wee comment. Leave a wee like. <laughs> <laughs> Old mails in the description. Yeah, everything's in the Aye. description. Do you want to call any of my gigs? Come down, get a wee, uh, get, um, I, have, I hear you got some deep fried merch coming out. Yeah, we oh, do, we do. Some of those in the, in the crowds. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, definitely. Hopefully, man. As the kids say, stream Big Miz. <coughs> they have been saying that, they've been chanting it. <laughs> All the trendy ones. All the trendy kids. All the funky ones, man. Troops, it's been a belter, man. We'll see you later. Cheers. Catch. And on back in the pad, get deep fried and I smoke some packs of the grass. Put the feet up, kick back and relaxing your best. No, I'm sitting on Rayleigh's gap and I'm sitting on back in the pad. Get deep fried and I smoke some packs of the grass. Put the feet up, kick back and relaxing your best. No, I'm sitting on Rayleigh's gap.